from your friends over here at Dead and Lovely, your absolute favorite horror movie review podcast in all the known multiverse. Mm-hmm. Here with the host with the most, it's me, Uncle Ben. Party till your feet fall off. Ooh, no, no, leave them. You want those feet for later. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, it's me, Hollywood Steve. Steve, how is your Halloween going for you? It's been great. I went to a Halloween party the other day. What? You went to a Halloween party where? Um, Right here where we are currently. You don't say. Yeah. Here we made a video about it. If you haven't already seen it. <laughs> it was a good video. A bunch of our drunk-ass friends talking about their favorite horror movies. Uh-huh. It was a good time. That was a, a great party and a fun video. I wish yeah. that... I wouldn't have been in like obsessive host mode and like thought <laughs> we should make this earlier because we had so many people no, here with so I'm many good costumes. I'm glad we made it when everybody was way too. Yeah, drunk. that's true. Yeah, by that yeah. point it was just kind of like the dregs left yeah. over. But there was so many people in so many fucking awesome costumes. This is actually yeah, like one of my true. favorite Halloween parties that I think that we've had over here. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, my wife and I always host a big ass Halloween shindig mm. over here. And everyone's invited. No, not everyone. Not everyone. Not everyone. No, but no, the no. people that are invited are definitely invited. Yeah, yeah. And they usually arrive, and they're in great costumes. That's we true. Have a good time. Yeah. What was your favorite costume rig anybody had on? There were some good God, ones, that's man. That's a tough one. Andy Wood's Doctor Strange was amazing. It was the most amazing because he actually pulled some kind of hypnotic trick on me where I literally didn't recognize him. Yeah, you're like, who's this dude? Yeah, which yeah. is strange because he wasn't wearing a mask. Uh-huh. I just did not recognize him. Also, very odd. Uh, his girlfriend Lizzie. Yeah, yeah, she was dressed as Miss Marvel. Yeah, and it was also it was fantastic. Fantastic. And there was costume. a there was a Poison Ivy who was awesome. Yeah, a Brittany. Lot of comic yeah, book characters. she did a great job. Yeah, fucking Ben Gibson as the Undertaker. Yes, was a fucking he's a eleven tall out of man, 10. That Ben Gibson, dude. It was so it was so perfect. It, mm. it kind of gave me flashbacks of like. That year that you showed up as George Michael, <laughs> and I just, just like, oh, it's yes. like, oh, George Michael came to my party. <laughs> like Gibson as the Undertaker just like floated in that room, and he did mm. kind of the outreached hand and stuff. Yeah, it was great. It got way too. Good a lot to of really good costumes. Josh and Brooks, American Gladiators. Oh, man. That was ice fucking and nitro. Awesome. It was perfect. Yeah. And he even made like the jousting stick out of like so a broom good. handle and paper towel rolls. Uh-huh. It was great. I didn't even know, by the way, from a, a, just a short distance, I yeah. was like, where'd they get one of yeah, those? Yeah, I know, right? so much like the real one. Yeah. <laughs> then I got close enough, I was like, this is paper towel rolls and a broomstick. Uh-huh. It was incredible. That was a really good party, man. Yeah. A really, really good fun. one. And I'll tell you what, what was great about it, too. What's that? Totally dodged that hangover the next day. Did totally you? Totally dodged it. Honestly, though... I think probably more than anything, I think I probably slept through most of it. Because we went to bed at, I think, 5 a.m. Uh, I got yeah. out of bed at 4 p.m. We also went to bed at 5 a.m. <laughs> at my house. At your house. <laughs> and woke up probably like three hours later. And oh, so, no. Oh. Yeah, and I, I had I had a bit of a hangover. Like, yeah. I didn't eat much. I didn't eat this it. Is yeah. a pro- this yeah. is a problem with dieting where, like, I'm I'm trying to, like, restrict my calories and stuff, and I also, like, make way for my alcohol calories. So yeah. that night... Free some up. I had barely eaten anything. Woof. And even though you guys had a great spread here, yeah. I was like, I can't eat... So I ate, like, two cucumbers with some hummus or something. <laughs> That's a great bed for alcohol to sit on, <laughs> for sure. 
<laughs> yeah, it didn't work out. So the next day I was not feeling great. But oh, I found damn. some medicine for that. It's green. Oh, yeah? It works, yeah. Does it come from the earth? It comes from the earth. Well, it grows it, like It must have a side weed. effects. Not really. Okay. I mean, I guess you could possibly get lung cancer from it over time, but that's a stretch. What if you just ate it instead? Then you wouldn't have any worries whatsoever. Oh, well, I guess you probably shouldn't drive a car. Yeah, you probably shouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, that's not, not a good, a good call. Idea. Mm-hmm. But mm. other than that, it's wonderful and it helps children. So <laughs> legalize it. Also, hey, guys, go out there and vote. It's yeah. coming up next week. That's want to remind you, if you haven't registered, well, you're late. I think you're in most late. states. Yeah, uh, yeah. Some states might have registration up till the the actual election day. I don't know. Call your local Chick-fil-A and find out. Call Chick-fil-A. They'll don't know. call on a Sunday, though. No, no, no. They're closed in. Also, don't tell them if you're going to vote liberal, because they probably won't tell you. Man, down at the Baptist Bird, they don't approve of that. No, they don't. <laughs> yeah, for real. Go vote, y'all. Like, yeah. everybody that thinks your votes don't count, well, especially these elections and stuff, they really fucking do count. Just go fucking. Even if it doesn't count, guess what? Just do it anyway. Yeah, because in my opinion, if you didn't vote, you have no right to complain. And uh, we I, all love complaining. We do all love complaining. <laughs> But also, if your vote doesn't count, maybe, just maybe, in the future, somebody will dig into that and mm-hmm. find all those votes that didn't count and be like, wait a second, this has been a long-standing conspiracy against the American people. Yeah, could be. So if you're not there lodging your vote, uh, you know, whatever conspiracy they got going on, they don't even have to try. Good point. There's no conspiracy going on. No, it's just really. that we didn't vote enough. And Donald Trump That's won the electoral it. college. I think that it's probably did it. Probably sealed the deal. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, obviously, Russian interference, etc. Yeah, but and, and that should be pursued, certainly. But if if a, a Russian can make a video that turns some mush-headed idiot toward <laughs> Trump, then maybe we deserve him. Could be. But the real reason <laughs> that he won is that we didn't get out and fucking vote because yeah. we just assumed Trump wouldn't possibly win. Right. I definitely did. did not. So if you're not stoked about how things are, yeah, I know that I'm not. Yeah. Go out and uh, maybe try voting a little bit. And if you are stoked, you can keep listening to our show, but you probably won't like it. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> probably not. But be sure to rate and review on iTunes. Yeah. Please let everyone know. Five star review. Thank yep. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Steve, the day after the party, you know, again, I woke up at, at 4 p.m. Right. And... As busy as things have been lately, especially leading up to a party and stuff, it's always a big to-do, getting everything ready and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate and I decided to just sit on the couch literally all day. Yeah, that's basically what I did, And too. have a movie marathon. Yeah. My poor wife had to go to work. Oh, ooh, ooh, damn. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, again, the, the hangover gods were, were kind to me. That's great. Uh, you know, one of, the, one of the things I found is clutch. I like to have me a coconut water. I've heard that helps. It helps. It's high in potassium. I can see how that might be yeah. helpful. Yeah, it really does. Like, I hate regular coconut water. Yeah. I hate it, which is weird because, like, I love coconut. But coconut water tastes like if you just, like, wrung out a musty towel. Yep. You know? Yeah. It's musty tasting. And it's a little oily. Yeah. So it feels weird in your mouth. But I found some company that makes one that has, like, peach in it, too. It's like peach and oh, mango okay. or something. It's pretty good. So right. I woke up and slammed that. Had some greasy eggs and stuff. Greasy eggs. That'll yeah. do, too. Fat. I, was, I was pretty good to go. Actually, I didn't drink that much at the party, but just like kind of what you're saying, I just didn't really eat very much. But 
I noticed, I think at one point in the evening, I saw you just becoming a fucking, a fucking mixologist. Is that right? I believe towards the end of the night, probably around the four in the morning mark, I want to say I saw you pour some red wine into a cup, and then I think you put Sprite on it. Oh, did I? You did. and That's I, good. I saw you do this, and I was like, what is he doing? Then I just realized... Homemade wine cooler. Yeah, it's a spritzer. Yeah, it's good. It's made a homemade wine cooler. Uh-huh. You're a fucking genius. Yeah, I like that. I didn't realize I did that, which lets you know how much I drank. <laughs> MacGyver of the mix. Yeah, Um. well, I, <clears throat> there were several <laughs> opportunities to drink, and I also showed up with a six-pack of the... Super Cluster. Super Cluster. I eat a soap And that was gone at a Ooh, certain point. Okay, I yeah, don't remember that. And then also... Uh, uh, there was some some mead. There was, That's and right. Justin it was amazing. It was a blackberry and uh, and smoked pepper mead. That that drained me of my powers. You didn't that like did not it, get good to me. I Ugh. loved it so fucking much. You and Kate both did. Well, yeah, and I think I ended up. It was like twelve percent. I think oh, I ended damn. up drinking way more of it than I remember. Woof. <laughs> Dang, it dude. was so good. It wasn't great on my stomach the next morning. It was so good. <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to raise a toast to that one and have a little beer here. We've got ourselves a a, a Wiseacre from uh, down the road, Memphis, Tennessee. Uh-huh. It's the Wiseacre Oktoberfest, and of course, we love the Wiseacre. Uh, Got to get get down. Yeah, Wiseacre is great. Ones. We've been trying to for the whole month of October have a October themed beer, whether it's sure. a pumpkin-y seasonal mm-hmm. or an Oktoberfest. I got to tell you what, I'm kind of glad to be done with this because yeah, I've wanna. not liked most of these beers. I kind of yeah. look forward to getting back to our usual dose of good old dank IPAs and stuff. But I'll tell you what, for an Oktoberfest, I think this is the best one. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I've never had it, I, but I do like Wiseacre yeah. a lot. I had one of these the other day and it's like, it's got a good amount of flavor to it. It doesn't just taste like, you know, a shitty, what do they call Martzen, Martzen beer. Yeah. It's not bad. A little more kick in the ass and stuff, too. I like them quite a lot. We're drinking these out of these beautiful toxic waste barrel glasses that... Brandon Wood gave to us. Yes, indeed. Thank you, sir. These Brandon are Wood just also, he got us some beer from some friends of his. and I, We want to mention it. Unfortunately, uh, the beer was in Growlers and went flat, and we didn't want to taste it on air because... It's not fl- fair. It's, it's not, not fair. fair. It's not fair to do to the people who brewed it, but... Uh, it's from Pickle Farm Home Brewery. Uh, Jeremy Mowdy and Chris Bauman are Bowman. Not sure which way to pronounce it. I have a friend whose last name is the same. Yeah, he says Bauman. But I, I know Bowman. a Bowman. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he, they had sent us a pumpkin pie and Oktoberfest and the Evil Red. We tasted them without the uh, carbonation and the. We, we enjoyed the red. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was but, the best of them for sure. But yeah, without that carbonation. Yeah, you can't fairly assess it, so right. we're we're not going to cover it right now. Sorry, Pickle Farm, but thanks for the effort. Thanks Brand. for the effort. Yeah, well played, well done. Get your pull this Oktoberfest. See what you think about it. I think it's the best Oktoberfest you've ever had. It's not bad, right? That's not bad at all. It's way lighter. Uh huh. Yeah, it's got more of a almost more of a lager. I was gonna feel say it's more Marshall. lagery, mm-hmm. than and anything. I like a I like a a good lager. As do I. Pretty that's, good, that's right? drinkable. Yeah. Wiseacre knows what's up. So while we were just sitting on the couch, we decided to have ourselves a little movie marathon. Oh, that's awesome. And we just literally watched movies all day. That's great. I'm going to give you what a, a rundown. Day. I'm going to give you a rundown right here. Mm-hmm. First of all, we watched 
a Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Awesome. Which is so fucking good. It is. Paul Rubens is in there. Yeah. Rucker Hauer is Rucker in there. Rucker Hauer is in there. Yeah. Christy Swanson. Mm-hmm. So pretty. She's extremely, yes. And she's and awesome. And she's a badass in it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's a, that is one of those movies that Kate watches all the time. And I think I've actually only seen it maybe a time or two. Okay. But it's like every time I see it, I'm like, I like this so much more than I remember. And yeah. it's not really like well-reviewed or anything like that. But I'm like, man, was Clueless well-reviewed? I feel I like there was that period so. where uh, teenage girls in movies, it was still like all the reviewers are mostly male. And they yeah, were just yeah. like, oh, that's unimportant stuff. There's no way that that could be good. Right. So they didn't, cover, like, didn't even pay attention while they were reviewing it. Right. But... It's like, great though, it's great. man. It's yeah. like it's funny and it's like self-aware. Yeah, uh, a great time. I had myself well, a damn good time. And yeah. Rucker Hauer as uh, the head vampire looks dope. He's a really great looking vampire. And stuff yeah, in it, so worth a watch. I wish that we were covering that one for No Vampire next month. Hey, maybe next time we do No Vampire. Yeah, maybe we'll get a little buffy then. Yeah, so that was selection then. number one, and it was fucking awesome. Selection two was Paranorman. Paranorman. Wow, you were having quite a day already. Indeed we were. And Paranorman is the shit. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit more later. Maybe so. Also watch Cabin in the Woods. Awesome. Which is so fucking great. Yes, it is. I haven't seen it in a while. Oh, man. cover that one. Oh, I I love it. That's that's seriously like one of just my favorite watches. Yeah. Where, you know, it's like, is it a scary movie or anything? Yeah, not really. But it's really a movie for people like us. It is a movie yeah. for horror movie fans. Yeah, it's like, hey, we all get this. We all get. We see these tropes. Yeah. Let's talk about them. Yeah, exactly. So fucking good. I love that movie. I watch it at least once a year, I guess. Mm-hmm. We watched The Monster Squad. Monster, Monster Squad. Uh-huh. The topic of our episode today. And guess what? It was fucking great. Yes, so we had ourselves a great little movie marathon day. Wow. It was a good time. And then I'll also mention, too, on the subject of things we've been watching, while we were kind of doing a little uh, little production stuff before we started recording, we just kind of put on Suspiria and kind of watched the whole movie. We did. We watched the entire movie while doing a production meeting. And it's <laughs> fucking amazing. It's still great. Suspiria yeah. is the best. Yeah. it's. Um, I mean, we talked about it. It's definitely got silly stuff and a lot of stuff where you're like, why is this... A, a thing. Why I, I is know. there a room full of razor wire? But yeah, at the ballet studio. <laughs> that, and that's still that's what I was gonna say. Wonderful. We've got the new one coming up, which yeah. I cannot wait to watch. I think we're gonna see it. What this Friday, right? Yeah, and we're gonna do a mini sode on yeah, it. Yeah, so, so stay tuned that for that. Week. And I know that a lot of like horror aficionados are just pissed off about this remake thing. Right. Act like they're they're touching you know a sacred relic. <laughs> you know you can't yeah. you can't fucking touch that storyline and stuff. But listen, y'all, I love the original, and I know a lot of people are going to get really mad at me saying this. I love the fucking original so much. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. But come on. It is full of some really, really silly stuff. Yeah. It's got a it's got a, a big ogreish guy with, with dumb gomer teeth. A woman says at some point that uh, so drinking handsome. red wine, uh, immediately it turns into blood in your system. Yeah, that's how that works. Yeah, like... The, there's everything in that is just kind of like it's weird it, but that that's the thing about uh about giallo is that weird atmosphere etc well, that's why i love it yeah that's why i love it yeah but it's not 
it's certainly not sacred. No. <laughs> you could easily create that weird atmosphere with lines that make sense. Yeah. And without like everybody being dubbed over. Yeah. You can make exactly. sure everyone speaks one language. I mean, have have some fun and go see that new one. I'm excited to see a twist on this story and observe through a completely different lens yeah. and stuff. It's not going to make the old one obsolete. If you like the old one better, that's fine. You can always watch no, it. No, no, I heard they're getting rid of it. The old one. Oh, they're yeah. deleting it? Yeah. Okay, well. Just like every time they make a new Star Wars movie, they get rid, they of, get all rid the of the old, old ones. ones. So you can't possibly watch them anymore. Right, yeah. right. So you just stay mad at the whole series for yeah. the one you don't like. Yep. <laughs> Very intelligent. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, so be sure to watch the old one because they're going to take it away after they yep. make the new one. Yeah, watch what it I'm real saying. quick. What have you been watching, Steve? Um, I may have mentioned that I'd watched some of the Halloween movies mm-hmm. recently, but I, I decided to finish the whole series. You watched all of them. All of them. And I, I watched a lot of them like in uh, not one sitting, but one long continuous marathon. I watched wow. four, five, six, uh, and uh, I guess it's not seven. or It's Curse of Michael Myers. It's not yeah. called seven, but it is seven. Yeah. I watched all those right in a row. Is that seven or is that six? That might seven. be six. It might be six. But anyway, I watched the Paul Rudd one is seven. <laughs> yeah, that's what it. That's what it really is. It should be called yeah. Halloween, the Paul Rudd one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the next day, I watched H two O. Resurrection the one after that resurrection. Oh and then Jesus! It's the so two bad. Rob Zombie remake. Okay, so where do you stand on how you feel about those movies? Okay, the Rob Zombie remakes. Way better. You're still on board. They're still way better than most of the sequels. Um, The original is the best. Obviously. I I mean, if I had to rank them, it would be original. Probably part... Extra tasty crispy. Probably part three would be numbered. (laughs) Uh, No, wait, wait. Actually, no. What am I talking about? The 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 new one. The 2018. Then part three would probably be my third-ish. I'm on board with that ranking, dude. Yeah. I don't know. Four is okay. Four's fine. Um... I didn't like Loomis in it. It didn't make sense at oh, all. Oh, no, not at all, huh? And they had, like, but it made it even less sense in the next one when he was like, oh, I've had plastic surgery, so I don't have the burn <laughs> scars anymore. That did happen. But they, like, it? he says that. Yeah. It's one of the first lines. Like, yeah. oh, yes, of course, I've had plastic surgery. Like, obviously, you fool. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, shakes a girl. The one with Paul Rudd, though, I do think could have been a really good movie. I watched the producer's cut of that, which I okay. recommend over the the uh, theatrical cut. But isn't that the one where in the producer cut it's revealed that like Michael like fucked his niece or something? Uh yeah. I don't know that that's good. I don't know that that's <laughs> good. No. But the it all uh aside from that, all of it makes more sense than the the original theatrical cut cuz the theatrical Which is cut to say zero sense. <laughs> zero sense. Yeah, theatrical cut made zero sense. This one made 20% sense. Okay, 20 cents. Two dimes. Yeah. Not up to 50 cents. No, of course not. It's not been shot. No, no, no. Huh. No. Um, but yeah, but the the Rob Zombie remakes, I think if you compare them to 4, 5, 6, H2O, etc. Like, probably better. They're better. Yeah. Yeah. The, and and there, was, there was no reason for them, for sure. But... They're better movies than those others. Even better than Resurrection, though, <laughs> with the reality TV show. God, and Buster Rhymes. <laughs> and and, and a Bus. Isn't uh, Tyre, Tyre Banks in it? I can't is remember, that, is she? Was it Tyre Banks? That would be about so. the time period that Tyre yeah. Banks was in everything. So. Yeah. 
Busta Rhymes, dude. It was real bad. It's so fucking bad. It's real bad. And, like, it makes no sense because no. the house isn't that big. No. But, like, nobody seems to catch that everyone's getting murdered. It's a horrible movie. It's a bad, bad movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, dude. Well, you came out on the other side. You've seen all of them again. I have, and it's it's not like watching the Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th movies for me. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I can overlook how bad charm this one is. There's yeah. bad ones. Sure. Yeah. And Halloween, it's like, gee, seriously? Like, how about how fucking serious. bad and dopey that mask is? It gets worse how every did they single fuck time. That thing up? I know. How did they fuck it? I don't understand how you have the original, you have part two, or the mask still looks pretty yeah. good, and you're screen testing this thing that clearly doesn't fit right, and the eye holes are too big, and it's yeah. got even kind of like a grin in a yeah. few of them. And you're like, yeah, that, that looks the same. And in H2O, you can see his eyes in every shot. Every shot. Every single shot. And it's unbearable yeah it's the worst dude and h2o ends with my michael myers uh, apparently but what we learned from resurrection right michael myers punching a guy in the throat then putting him in his clothes yes and then jamie lee curtis accidentally killing that guy right and I thought strong ending. I thought from remembering that 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 makes no sense that they did that in Resurrection. It said that about H two O, but then watching H two O again, I was like, oh, that is what's happening. They had planned yeah. this, yeah, just like they planned at the end of five. The guy who comes in, who's like mysterious the stranger with a shotgun, yeah, like it was obviously we're planning for what does happen in six, but oh, that absolutely. didn't happen for like seven years, yeah. It's yeah, that that bit of the timeline is really hard to explain. Yeah. That movie just comes to a screeching halt too, where like the man in black like busts him out of jail. And the end. Bye. And bye. <laughs> I love that Myers is in jail in his jumpsuit and mask. Yeah. <laughs> like they didn't just take his mask off. Of like. course not. Of course they wouldn't do that. <laughs> My God, man. What They're the so fuck? bad. I know what you mean though, because even like the worst Friday thirteenth movies, there's still they're so fun. Enjoyable yeah. material in them. Yeah. You know, even if it's so bad that it's good. Some of those later Halloweens are just fucking awful. I would say most of the later Halloweens are like Friday the 13th part three. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, I don't like watching this. Well, what do you think is squandered worse, the Halloween franchise or the Hellraiser franchise? I think probably Hellraiser. <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Hellraiser. Because I don't care much for Hellraiser 2, but it's... it's uh, a damn sight better than every other Hellraiser. Yeah. Oh my God. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The Hellraiser series, like, it becomes increasingly obvious that they're just taking spec monster movie scripts and yeah. just making it's making it a Hellraiser the monster. Movie. Right. You know. So fucking bad. Dude. So stupid. So terrible. I also recently finished the Hill House haunting of House Hill. Oh, Haunt the house, house on the haunted hill, hill house. Uh huh. That's the one. That's mm-hmm. the the series on the Netflix. The haunting of the house on haunted hill. And I feel like I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it too. But guess what? Hmm. We're not gonna do it today. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. We're gonna do, do another mini sode. By the way, mini sodes. Get used to them. Yeah. What's deal up with now? It. Deal with it. Be sure to subscribe to that YouTube channel yeah. too. 
follow the links on our Instagram page. Yeah, all of our mini-sodes will be up on the YouTube channel. We will be yeah. shooting film for them. Yeah, and we appreciate those subscriptions. It really helps us show up in the yeah. searches and helps us get a custom URL and start making money off of it. Yeah, that would be great. Which is grand. Also, And you'll get to skip ads. Also, you so get to skip fun. ads, yeah. Also, I want to give a real quick shout-out because our show has recently gotten a couple of shout-outs on other people's shows that I've been that listening to this week. Our friends over at Say You Love Satan. Hey. Uh, gave us a little bit of a shout out. And uh, I love that show. That's my favorite horror movie podcast. And also our friends over on the Fried Squirms podcast. Oh, yeah. Gave us a shout out on their Suspiria episode. Good folks. Good folks. Yeah, check them out. Yeah, thank you guys very when much. When you're done checking out our show. Oh, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah if yeah, you yeah. got some extra time in the week, check out those podcasts. Maybe give that a try. Yeah. Now, Steve, the Monster Squad from 1987 is obviously one of the greatest kind of family-friendly, more on that later, Yeah, uh, horror movies that you can watch this Halloween. And with this episode coming out on Halloween, Halloween. I think it just makes sense that as we step into the Preview Palace... Welcome to the Preview Palace. ...that we give... Our fans that have childrens, which I yeah. know there are many of. There are. We give them a little rundown of maybe some of the family-friendly movies they should be watching this Halloween. What do you think are some of your favorite family-friendly Halloween slash horror movies? Well, this one's up there, and I think this one's uh, about as family-friendly as you can get from the 80s, probably. Yes, there is some, <clears throat> definitely some stuff that has not not aged gracefully. Yeah. <laughs> And there are movies we've talked about in the past, and we'll mention some of them just in case you're tuning in for the first hey, time. Hey, you know, it could be your first episode. That's you're true. welcome. But um, I would say one that I remember very fondly from my childhood is yes. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus is one of my fucking favorites. Yeah. There's not a Halloween that goes by that I don't watch a Hocus Pocus. Just an enjoyable, mm-hmm. fun romp. Yeah. You're going to have a good time. And it'll stick with you in a good way. Uh-huh. Definitely so. You've got you've got old Sex in the City horse face in there. <laughs> What's her name? Matthew Broderick's wife. Matthew Broderick's wife. Uh-huh. That's Sarah Jessica Parker. There you go. You've got a Bette Midler. That's true. That's her. Got the other one. Kathy and Jimmy. You got some kids. Uh-huh. You got a, a cat. Yeah. There's a zombie. There's a zombie. That's yeah. true. And you're going to have a damn good time. You will. That's true. You can't not have a good time while watching Hocus Pocus. Correct. If you do, Bette Midler will pay you your money back. Mm-hmm. Just send her a letter. Uh, it's uh, at Bette Midler, care of Beverly Hills Post Office, yep. 90210. Yep. That's it. Mm-hmm. So on. How do you feel about witches? Witches. Now, witches. see, that is a movie that is family friendly. But uh, scarred me as a child. <laughs> you know, it does have some like weirdness in there. When I never saw the kids it as into a kid. Mice, like, yeah, that yeah. fucked with me. Like, I was like, oh my god. I think I'm discovering that being turned into anything else not good for was you. not cool when I was a kid. <laughs> I just want to be me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just figuring out who I am. <laughs> So with that one too, man, you got the whole thing where the witches have like their conference and they like take their skin yeah. off and stuff. I could definitely see that freaking out a young one. Yeah, and it did this one, but uh, it's great, dude. Angelica Houston so fucking awesome. kills it. Yeah, it's an enjoyable time. Yeah, sometimes, um, sometimes these kids' movies are like people actually take some care 
into making them yeah. and seem to actually care about what they're doing. And I'd say witches is one of them. And hey, listen, it's not like keeping your kids from being scared is a great thing. No. We turned out awesome. We did. We're the best. And yeah, we were exactly. scared all the time. Uh-huh. I still am. Ah. Oh, no. Oh. Have you heard? They're... There are migrants approaching our southern border. <laughs> oh no! We better we better mobilize the armed forces. They're a thousand miles away. They'll get here soon. Yeah, exactly. We should definitely get them here before the election to make it look like we're making a strong effort. Yeah. And that way, you'll vote for the red team. We need a wall. Am I right, <laughs> dude? That way, they don't march over here and take all these jobs that I don't want. Oh my God! Can you imagine picking uh, cherries? I would hate that. that I absolutely awful. would fucking hate doing any construction. Of those jobs. Don't want to do that. But you know what? If they would pay an appropriate amount of money, guess what? People who already live here would take those jobs. No shit. And by the way, most migrant workers that come in here and then stay here illegally either come here legally in the first place or are brought in by large farms. Yeah, exactly. Go vote, y'all. Vote. And watch Witches. It's a great children's movie. Witches is awesome. You'll enjoy it. (laughs) Um... I'm going to mention one that I said last week scarred me as a child, but yeah. you should make it scar your kids as a child. <laughs> make them awesome. Ernest goes... St- or <laughs> Ernest, uh, Ernest scared stupid. Ernest scared stupid. I'm in for the assist on that one. Yeah, I almost said <laughs> Ernest goes to stupid. <laughs> Dude, I love how, Ernest scared stupid. how a stupid, stupid person would say it. <laughs> it's so good, and went though, to man. stupid. Yeah, it's so good. It's I mean, Ernest is fun, obviously. The yeah. kids love Ernest, but also, like... The, the creature design and it's stuff is awesome, cool, dude. man. It's a great rubber suit monster. Yeah. It looks fantastic. And like you said, man, who doesn't love an Ernest? Yeah, if you don't... Only a fool. Gosh. The type of person who doesn't love Ernest probably doesn't love Weird Al. Oh, my God, dude. Why? People that don't like Weird Al... I can understand if you don't like Weird Al's music. If you're just like, I'm I, not... I can't. Uh, I don't like his tomfoolery. <laughs> but, like, how could you not like Weird Al? Yeah. He's just the nicest, sweetest guy in the world. Definitely so. He's the king of, of everything that's awesome. Yep. What about an Adams family? Man, we've talked about this movie a million, million times. times. There's no Love reason it. for you to have not seen it, and especially for you to have not shown your kids. Because uh-huh. it's a fun one. It is a treasure of a movie. Again, Angelica Houston popping up on this list again. Mm-hmm. Also watch the sequel. It's really just as good. It is. Very fantastic movie. What All else right. do you think about Steve? So, Ben, um, there are a lot of these, and we maybe could just mention all four right now. These are okay. sort of stop motion Let's enter the animation segment. Yeah. Yep. Enter the animation segment. But you mentioned Paranorman, Paranorman earlier. Paranorman is one of my absolute favorites. It's got there America's go. dad, Dan Connor, uh-huh. doing a voice in there. John Goodman. John Goodman. You uh-huh. know he's good. It's good, man. You can't have that last name and be a bad person. Casey Affleck is a voice in there. Mm-hmm. Anna Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Tons and tons Love and tons of Anna people Kendrick. in this movie. It is just such a treasure. The animation is amazing. It's got all kinds of great horror references and yeah. stuff in there. It's seriously fucking hilarious. It's a kid's movie, but I watch it. I watch it every year. It's just yeah. very, very, very enjoyable. Definitely watch it if you haven't. What's next on that um, animation hit list? Well, there's a little movie called Coraline. I've maybe seen heard a Coraline. Of. Yeah. Based on a book by a Neil Gaiman. Based on the novel Push by Sapphire. Coraline. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she's uh, she's growing up in uh, poverty, and her mother is abusive, right? Yeah. Isn't that right? I think that's the one. Yeah, uh-huh. that's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> her name is Precious, but they call her Coraline. 
<laughs> Coraline is is incredible. Yeah. And again, the animation in it is stunning. And it's also really, I don't know, Neil Gaiman has this perfect way of making stuff that is definitely written for kids, but still has a great air of, of darkness and strangeness. Yeah. It's like Neil Gaiman has never forgotten what it's like to be that specific kind of kid weirded out. Yeah. You know, because you get like creeped out now and you're like, fuck, taxes are coming up. I don't know if I have my receipts. <laughs> but when you're a kid, that what kind a of lame thing to be creeped worst, out about. Right? Fucking, I, I mean, I, I dread it every fucking year. Yeah. So, but you know, Neil Gaiman has that great way of capturing what it's like to be in scary situations as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, he's really hung on to that through his life. I love it. I love it. Now, this one is debatable about whether or not it's a Halloween movie or not. I think it is especially good for ending Halloween night. Okay. Nightmare Before Christmas. The Nightmare Before Xmas. Uh, As I've stated, this to me is the Thanksgiving movie. Okay. Park it right in the middle. Park it right in the middle now. Not too much of Halloween, not too much of Christmas. (laughs) Just right there in the middle where it's nice. Here's what I like to do. Tell me. I like to watch it. Uh, in segments, I'll start with right after the Halloween parade. Oh. So it's like, okay, I can watch this on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Then the next day, I'll watch it the next day. And then, of course, you know, you got to stretch it out until Christmas. So sometimes I'll watch a second a day. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. You're kind of you're watching a stop motion movie in stop motion. Yeah, it's fun. That's really impressive. Just Have you ever thought about how miserable it would be to make a stop motion movie? Yes. I think it would be awful. It sounds terrible. I don't understand. I don't understand how they spend so much time and sync up the mouths to the voices and right. stuff. And what a fucking bitch it must be if you get done filming, you know, ten thousand photographs for a ten second long sequence, and then like the voice tracking is off. You're like, well, <laughs> go start over. Like, Fuck. Remember on uh, Parks and Rec when Adam Scott. Ben Wyatt mm-hmm. lost his job, and um, then Leslie Nope uh, came over to see him, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh, I've been working on a stop motion project." Oh, I forgot. And then he shows that. it, and yeah. it's roughly like three seconds. Yeah. And he's like, "I spent a week on that." It would be <laughs> agony. Yes. Nightmare Before Christmas is a treasure, though. It and is. I gotta tell you, the way that the way that it is sticking to angsty goth teens generation through generation that's great it's truly fascinating yes well because angsty goth teens need their christmas and halloween traditions too but isn't it weird though because like let's say something that was that was our angsty goth rite of passage something like a, like the crap kmfdm oh, okay <laughs> let's go with kmfdm like <laughs> What the fuck? Kids are still listening to that being like, this is No me. one's listening to KMFDM. <laughs> Nobody, period. No yeah. one. They're listening to MDMFK, which they right. changed to after the Columbine shooting. Oh, yeah, okay. Of course. Obviously. <laughs> but you know, it's like, what is it about Nightmare Before Christmas that has just stuck to that demographic like fucking duct tape? Uh, there's a goth couple love story at the center. <laughs> like, that's pretty much Might it, have something right? To do like, with it. Yeah, like... <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be a goth, you know, that's actually not true. I was going to say, if you're going to be a goth, you're probably looking for a goth significant other. But 
Uh, from what I know, from goths I know, that's not actually true. A lot of goth girls I know into beefcake dudes. You don't say. Yeah. Isn't that strange? Wow. They're, I'm like, it's a fashion choice at that point, right? I guess <laughs> it's not so. Like, I'm thinking about death. It's like, I look good in all black. <laughs> look sick, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, man. Yeah, Nightmare for Christmas. Definitely a treasure. What about Frankenweenie? Frankenweenie. You ever seen that? Yeah. Now, Nightmare is a Tim Burton production, but Frankenweenie is actually directed by Tim Burton and is yes. uh, is from his original, one of his original shorts that he made that kind of got him into mm-hmm. uh, directing in Hollywood. And it's great. Yeah. It is a really, really fun, A dog dies enjoyable. in it, just in case you're it's wondering. It's great. The dog, no. <laughs> But you know, if you've ever flipped through like an Edward Gorey book, yeah, it's got that that feeling to it. It totally, totally does. Really fun watch. Very creative. I definitely recommend that one. Um, I've not seen Coco. Yeah, but, but old, it's about Day of the Dead. It's got to be good. Which is November first. Pixar. Uh huh. Pixar. Old Flat Earth. Mitch True Blood. He's got a little son. Yeah, Remington, sure who's Remington two years Steel. old, and he's a fan. That kid poops his pants, though, so I don't really know. Yeah. Is he a fan of pooping his pants? He does it all the time. Well. So, I've heard Coco's really good. Might be worth a watch. I will tell you what is definitely worth a watch. Motherfucking Ghostbusters. The OG. I'm not talking about that new one. Yeah, this one's a little non-traditional. We decided to give you a couple non-traditionals here. Ghostbusters is a non-traditional Halloween movie, I would say, but it's it's but it's the fucking best for Halloween. But it's the best. It's full of ghosts, and you know, busting. It's like kids friendly in that '80s kids kids friendly kind of sense, where it's like it's not really, yeah. But there's like a silly fat green ghost in it that kids will probably like. We did back in the day. Yeah. Oh, I know. We drank ecto coolers. Ecto coolers. We had uh, uh, little pencil toppers. Oh yeah, yeah. The slime yeah. pencil topper. I forgot mm-hmm. about that, man. I never will. Wow. Never forget. Did you have like a bunch of action figures and shit? No. No. I definitely I had some of the action figures. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they were the best. Yeah, I love the were, cartoon series too. The cartoon series was great. Both of them actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the one that was in no way connected to Ghostbusters. Yeah. The real Ghostbusters. Mm, that one was still good. Yeah. Still really good. I love Ghostbusters. I've seen it a million times. It still amuses me. Great cast. Amazing soundtrack. I think Ghostbusters has one of the most like underrated movie soundtracks. Yeah. Of all time, I love the soundtrack to that movie. Yeah. So good, man. Now so here's good. one. Um, here's one that I think close us out. Close us I'm out. I'm gonna here. close you out. I think this this is good maybe to start on Halloween. Okay. The Harry Potter series. The Harry Potter series. Yeah. Now it, I'm into this. I'll, the Harry Potter series contains all of the things. It does. It has the things from Halloween. All the stuff. It's got witches. It's got wizards. Uh-huh. There's some vampires. There's a werewolf in there. Some undead people. Undead people. There's all sorts of stuff. And I like I'm always reminded of Harry Potter around the fall. Maybe it's because it has such a fall feeling. Okay. Yeah. Uh, or maybe it's because uh, the ABC Family used to do Harry Potter marathon. Okay. Every year around this time. Yeah. But like Harry Potter just seems to me the perfect thing to be watching around Halloween I around this it. time. I back it. I back it 100. You know, I usually, although I never really have time. Like I mentioned before, during the Christmas season, I love to watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I also like to watch the Harry Potter series for for reasons unknown. Well, maybe you're just into magic. 
Maybe it's that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's that. And uh, and it ties into the the pagan nature of the Christmas celebration. That's true. That's what it is. Because they don't you don't pay taxes in the middle of the winter. <laughs> Jesus wasn't born December twenty fifth. No. So maybe if I start the Harry Potter series at you know Halloween and then keep it going through November, maybe by the time I get to December, I'll be deeply into the series. Yeah. Well, so that's fun. Maybe I try that out. Try it out. You know what? I am ready to try out before we get into the review portion. Of our show, what is it? It's uh, it's another, it's another beer. Another beer? All I'm, right. I'm gonna pop open this thing right here. It is from the Breckenridge Brewery of Breckenridge. Fine Colorado no, that's Ales. In Colorado, yeah. This is one that my wife picked up from the Merchants of Beer in Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, okay. A great place to stop and get yourself a cold one and take some home. They got a whole bunch of them. This is the. Pale Ale Mango Mosaic. Okay. Tropical I love flavors. Mosaic Hops, Me and too. I love Mango. Me too. And it says that it is tropical flavors paired with exotic hops. And I had this recently at Cedar Point, actually. Oh, okay. So you've had this. Yeah. After right, a, a day of riding roller coasters at uh-huh. Cedar Point, uh, it started getting so cold and windy around like 6 or 7 o'clock. They started shutting down like all of the rides and stuff. Yeah. So we're like, well, fuck it. Let's hit up one of these bars. Time to drink. Because the cool thing is about Cedar Point is, you know, not only is it the most like exclusively hardcore, mega ridiculous roller coaster park in the world. Right. But also like whenever you go into like a, a bar or something there, it just feels like a bar. Like it doesn't feel oh, like okay. I'm it's at not an amusement like Disney park bar. themed bar. Yeah. No, it's just like oh okay, you're at a bar. Okay. So I had this there and it was really good. Do you think they're ever gonna open an amusement park that's just catered completely towards adults? Cedar Point damn near is. Dude. Is it? It really damn near. Have you ever been there? No. Oh fuck, dude. You like roller coasters? Oh yeah, yes, dude. What do I look like? A communist? <laughs> it's. It's the fucking best. Cedar Point is the greatest. And by, they, by the way, communists like roller. That was a joke. <laughs> communists love roller coasters. In at Cedar Point, like they have one little tiny half-ass peanuts-themed kids area. Okay. And it's like not even trying. <laughs> it's obviously half-ass that is peanuts-themed. What kid knows what the fuck that is? They don't care about that <laughs> shit. It's like adults like peanuts. Yeah. It's like it's not even the yeah. same, man. So you think about that. All right. I think that it's pretty damn Ooh, fine. It's uh, It's not as like hoppy and IPA-ish as I would like. Like I would like it if they just took it further, but it's really, really good. good. Yeah. It, I mean, I know it's mango, but... I think the mosaic hops, because mosaic hops kind of have a fruit punchy taste to they them. They do, yeah. Kind of tastes like apricot in a good wow. way. Wow. You know what? Yeah. That is exactly what it tastes like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't so much taste like mangoes as apricot. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, really good, exactly though. exactly right. I like apricot, so. This is very drinkable. So fuck I yeah. could have a ton of these. It seems light. What's the alcohol on that? It doesn't say on the bottle, strangely okay. enough. <laughs> I would guess... I would guess this probably is probably five. around a fiver. Yeah, yeah it doesn't seem seems exceptionally very light, light yeah. or heavy to me. All right, now, Steve, today we're going to be talking about the Monster Squad. Monster, Monster, Monster. From 1987, when I was only a three years old. Now, did you see this no. in the theaters? No, but I, um, I remember... You weren't it. there for the two weeks that it was in theaters? Nope, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't there. In fact, this came out the day after my birthday. No shit. In 1987, yeah. yeah. 
I, I mean, I don't remember that. I just saw it written down here in front of me. Um, yeah, I, I didn't see this until it came to TV, but it came to TV pretty quick, I remember. It was on maybe Showtime or something or okay. Cinemax. Because, yeah. you know, Showtime and Cinemax, especially at that time, picked up the shit. Yeah, yeah. Like whatever HBO did. Totally. Um, I remember it coming on a lot mm-hmm. during the day. Uh, and so you watched this as a kid. Yeah. I, I wish I would it. have, man. I wish I would have watched this as a kid. I watched yeah. it for the first time last year. Okay. Yeah. Last fucking year. I remember talking about yeah. this on the show. Yeah. And I was like, this is a new Halloween tradition. This is the best. Where yeah. has this been? Because the funny thing about it is, is like, uh, my wife used to work at a like a used CD and DVD store. CD swap shop. CD swap shop. Now retro video or whatever it's called. Oh, okay. Re- retro CDs and gifts or something. Anyway, so she worked at this place, and so she would just you know get DVDs for like a dollar each all the time whenever people brought them in for trade. Yeah. And that's where we acquired tons of our movie collection and basically all of our horror movies and stuff that awesome. we have. And so this is one that she brought home. That had seriously been sitting in the house for probably like eight years. And I <laughs> never watched never it. never watched it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why. And she never had either. Okay. For some reason, it just slipped by us, and we never fucking watched it. Yeah. For some reason, though, the box art is deceptively, like, not cool. Yeah, it doesn't look cool at all. The, no. The, uh, the poster w- art is cool. Yeah. But the DVD box art does not look sick. The DVD, the the box art for the re-release is actually pretty cool. It's comic booky looking mm-hmm. and, and much better. But yeah, the original box art is just like, I'm, I don't know what this is. This doesn't look fun. No, yeah. exactly. But man, I, I love this movie. I do too. It's so fucking fun and it's so yeah. silly and it's so full of problems. Yeah. That don't even really matter. They don't much. matter in the end. Man, it's Halloween Goonies. It's fucking awesome. This is It's awesome. I mean, the the original idea, I mean Fred Decker's idea, Shane Black wrote it, Fred Decker did a rewrite, etc. Mm-hmm. But Fred Decker's idea was Little Rascals meet the Universal Monsters, but I would say Basically, more yeah. accurate Goonies meet Ghostbusters. Oh, obviously. It was yeah. obviously a huge Goonies cash in. Yeah, cuz Goonies came out sure. 2 years before Ghostbusters came out in 84, so 3 years before like Yeah, a yeah. ragtag gang of kids go on an adventure. Uh-huh. Hijinks, a fat kid, yada uh-huh. yada yada. Yes. Which movie am I describing? It's like Oh, and also they have the same mom in both movies. Well, they also at one point find a guy that they call like Pirate Bill or something. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. one eye Willie? Really? Yeah, it's like, really? Are you just are you just saying what you're ripping off yeah. right now? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's that's a little bit a little bit on the nose. Mm-hmm. But let's go ahead before we start singing the praises of this movie, let's just go ahead and get some stuff out of the way. Okay, good. This movie definitely could not make now and no. contains a lot of colorful language. Colorful hey, colorful th- language. Listen, there are good people on both sides. All sides, listen, many sides. There are good people on the being homosexual side and the good people on I want to kill homosexual. <laughs> wait a second. No, <laughs> wait, there wait, aren't wait. good people no, on that side. No, not really. No, so, not no, really. it's indefensible, but it was a different time for sure. Yeah, and this this movie definitely has some very dated uh, language. Yeah. There's uh, there's some slang for homosexuals in the movie that yeah. is not acceptable no. at all. Not cool. And it's all, the weird thing about it is it's all pretty much like right at the front of the movie. Yeah, it really kicks off with that like 
boy, this will draw the kids in because yeah. how kids talk. And it was, by the way, how kids talked in 87. I was a kid in the 80s, and pretty I'll tell common. you, that's pretty common, really. Yeah. Doesn't make it right. No, Doesn't it's make not it right. right. Uh, but it it definitely, like, uh, we do have to come to a point. I mean, Jonah Hill was talking about this one uh, on an interview I saw recently, uh, maybe with Seth Meyers, mm. where he was talking about his, his new movie, Mid-90s. And he I talks about how that. it is uh, very much un-PC. Oh. But that that's not like he's not celebrating that he's just trying to reflect the actual reality of the mid nineties. Okay, and when you talk about the actual reality of the eighties, you're not gonna find a movie that hits all the current PC marks. No, like no, it's no, impossible no. to find because people thought differently. Yeah, um, it's it's not defensible. No, and it's still gonna hurt someone's feelings. Sure, maybe if they hear it, but it is accurate it is accurate so yeah this movie contains some some language and stuff that is not not cool not yeah. passable i'll say that it also and i only only really took this in after i watched it with my extremely feminist wife mm-hmm. for the first time <laughs> Wait, not strong is women she roles. A feminist extremist She's like, kill all men. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I'm a man. Yeah. No, not you. But not me. Okay. You'll be a breeder. <laughs> a breeder. We'll keep you around for sperm. Yeah. So, yeah, like the women's roles in this movie. But uh, not good. Not great. Well, I mean, not, Phoebe's not awesome. great. Phoebe is awesome. Uh, I, w- I don't know. It's interesting if you think about what's going on in the, the main... Uh, Sean's parents' marriage. Okay, yeah. That the mom is kind of taking a stand mm-hmm. on the the dad's work home balance. Sure. Um, and she, uh, it looks like at a certain point, whenever Dracula shows up their house with uh, dynamite and stuff, whenever the dad <laughs> runs in, there's bags packed next yeah, to the she's, door. She's about ready to go. She looks like she's leaving. Like I, I don't think I don't I don't want to disagree with Kate at all on this. This is definitely not. There are no strong female roles, right, at all it's in a boy this boy movie. Yeah, that, that was kind of the way. Like, if you were aiming at kids back then, and still a, a lot today, probably you aim at boys. Yeah, it's probably. like boys watch TV. But that well, the what? thing is, is especially back then, and it's still true now. But it was definitely very, very true back then. It's like girls could watch stuff that was marketed to boys, but boys couldn't watch. It didn't work. My the Little other Pony, way. exactly. Or Strawberry Shortcake, exactly. Yeah. Stuff that was marketed for girls was was not okay to like cross that line. Yeah. For whatever fucking dumb reason. Well, the thing is, I grew up with a sister who's uh, uh, two years younger than me. I just watched whatever she watched all the time. Yeah. So, like, in practice, I couldn't go to school and be like, I like Strawberry Shortcake. But at right. home, it's like, let's throw that Rainbow Bright DVD or VHS <laughs> in. Like, <laughs> the stuff right there. Pound puppies. Yeah. yeah. So, th- this movie is just very, very, very much... Of the time. Yeah. Not making excuses for it, not no. saying that it's well, all we okay. Don't have, yeah, we don't have to. It, this movie can stand on its own. If, right. if you don't want, like, seriously, if you don't want to hear those words, don't watch this movie. You're not missing anything. I mean, I enjoy it. It's really fun, but there's no, like, great life lesson to be learned from yeah. Monster Squad. I, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, if you're just trying to kill time. Like, the thing is, I assume... If uh, if you're gay and you don't want to hear someone called the F word, yeah, this wouldn't be fun to you. Probably not. So we would lose all fun. So it's not worth it. 
Okay, there you go. But uh, if if it's not gonna offend you, and you, and you know that that's how kids talked back then, and you can talk yourself into well, that's you know that we can't change the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> like, then watch this movie because it's a fun time. It's a good old time. It's a good the, old time. But despite his flaws, there is one black character in this. <laughs> he dies. Nobody gives a shit. He dies, and no one seems to care. But <laughs> he is also the funniest character. Oh, he's awesome. Dude. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. Yeah, and, and this movie is full of well placed humor. Yeah, it's yeah, a it's fucking definitely funny it's very movie. Shane Blacky type of humor, and oh, you yeah. can tell that like Shane Black was at that point where he didn't have as much control because this would have probably been funny like throughout if it had been yeah. Shane Black. Well, completely. I love that part where little Phoebe tells that joke about hearing the echo and that woman's pussy. <laughs> oh wait, that's Predator. That's in Predator. Never mind. Never mind. You had I'm me. getting my Shane Black like, mixed up. I don't up. remember that one. Oh my god. <laughs> I remember her call saying, don't be chicken shit. Yeah, but. yeah I love that. I love that. <laughs> I was getting my Shane Black movies mixed up. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, sorry, no, sorry, I get sorry. It. Well, they both came out this year. In fact, they that came out within year. two months of one another. Holy shit. So and this the is Lost like, Boys came out just two weeks before this. Damn. Or like a, yeah. little, a little more two weeks. But. So 87 is one of those years that was just full of like crushing movies. Like, Have you ever looked at like... How many movies that are just fucking phenomenal came Lethal out? Lethal Weapon 80, came in out in 87. 80, in 84. 84? Dude, was the big one? 84. It's insane. Just go on Google sometime and okay. look up 1984 movies. Yeah. You won't fucking believe how much awesome shit All came right. out that year, man. Uh, but yeah, 87 was apparently, I guess, just chock-a-block. Yeah. Chock-a-block. Well, and again, and 87 was Shane Black's year because Lethal yeah. Weapon came out earlier in the year. He was in Predator, did some uncredited rewrites, and wrote this movie. Yeah, but this movie was, as we talked about earlier, a critical, or not a critical, but commercial failure. Yeah. Also a critical failure. Apparently, man. Uh, everybody was uh, not interested. One person said that it was like a, a prolonged commercial for a, a joke shop's bad Halloween costumes. Really? I don't know what movie they watch. What the fuck? I don't understand that. I feel like a lot of time back in the day went because like every newspaper needed a movie reviewer. Right. A lot of time back in the day, it was the laziest person who worked at the newspaper, and he would just be like, "Yeah, hey, sure, I'll watch movies and write about them." <laughs> And then he'd be like, oh, it's a girl movie. I'm not even going to go. I'll just write that it's bad. Yeah. Oh, it's a kid's movie. It's bad. Which is a thing that persists to this day. Oh, absolutely. People still think that same sort of bullshit. I mean, maybe part of the thing that hurt this movie is that it's PG-13. Yeah, it is a little. uh, Yeah, it's going to cut out a lot of the kids that would love it. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like a lot of your fucking 18-year-olds and stuff that yeah. went to see this. Yeah, it's baby stuff to them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like honestly, I mean, uh, other other than again some of the uh some of the the choice dialogue and stuff. Yeah. There's not much about <laughs> this movie I would change, but if you did go through and maybe put a little bit less coarse language and stuff in it and edit it down to a PG rating. Yeah, you might be able to do that. It probably would have been a bigger hit, but it wouldn't have been a better movie. It wouldn't movie. have been a better movie, no. And I love the fact that they were like, "Fuck it, it's going to be better if we leave it this way." Yeah. Uh, and they lost. I mean, the budget was twelve million. And they made three point eight in the oh, box office. God. So they oh. lost a lot of money. Well, the basic plot of this movie is that we got some kids that are obsessed with monsters. There's some monster loving yeah. kids and stuff. 
and they end up doing battle with the forces of evil, which are represented by basically the classic universal monsters. Uh-huh. We got a Dracula, we got a Frankenstein, got Gilman, yeah, a Wolfman, and Mummy, and Mummy. Yeah. And they were apparently very careful to not specifically name them as such, otherwise they and they changed very slight sued. things about their appearances. Yeah. yeah, the so the Wolfman looks nothing like past Wolfman, no, etc. No, the no. Dracula doesn't have the widow's no widow's peak. peak. Yeah. Um, the Gill Man is just slightly changed. Frankenstein's uh, brown instead of green. Right. And also the, the bolts aren't in his neck. They're on his forehead. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, Kmart brand. Yeah. Well, because like, all, like on almost all of these creatures, there were, like the people who originally created them had long lost any sort of rights to them. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And so just being different enough from the universal monsters they're not infringing on any sort of copyright or trademark right right um and, and it's a very simple plot in this movie yeah. the kids are just out to to stop these monsters headed by dracula uh-huh and uh, keep the world from being covered in evil and it's a short fucking movie 82 minutes and then six minutes of credits <laughs> which is to me is perfect. It's fine. For yeah. this kind of movie, don't make it damn two hours yeah, long. Yeah, you don't need a two-hour movie when you know that you're first aiming at kids. Yeah, exactly. And second off, that the, the quality of it isn't the highest. Yeah, exactly. Keep it simple, man. Keep it simple. But Stan Winston designed these creatures. The Stan Winston Stan designed fucking creatures. fucking Winston designed yeah. these creatures. An absolute fucking badass yeah. in the field of special effects and yeah. special effects makeup and stuff. Legendary dude. And he did a pretty damn good job in this, man. Yes, I he gotta did. say, like, well, how about how about this? Let's give a let's give ourselves a little rundown mm-hmm. of the monsters that are in the squad. Okay, starting with Dracula. Starting with the Drac. There's how do you not feel much about him. Not much design to that, but I'll tell you this: I think legitimately the most badass <laughs> Dracula of all time. I've never seen any other Dracula. Hold up a five-year-old girl and call her a bitch. Yeah, or throw uh, dynamite around. <laughs> Blow or he has dynamite, dude. Like literally, like people are running at him to fight him, and he is just disarming them and throwing them away like he's Jackie fucking Chan. Yeah, he punches a fucking he fool. He punches. You don't ever see Dracula do that. And again, no. I'm not saying he's the most badass vampire ever, but the most badass version of Dracula. Ever. I've never seen another Dracula that shoots lasers out of his hands. Exactly. I guess you can do that. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. <laughs> I love it. He loves tossing around some dynamite. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he also rolls in a hearse. He a hearse pretty baller. Okay, I had this is a Jeepers Creepers issue. What right. body shop did he go to? I know. For that? There's I no- know. And I I see <laughs> him paying the taxes on six 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 Shadowbrook Lane, like. And just being so stoked right. that that was the address. Like, I, I get into this stuff, man. Okay, here we go, man. I'm I'm doing it. I'm getting into my alternate theory already. Is this, is this the time? This is the time to get into my alternate okay, theory. Okay, we'll cover the rest of the monsters movie. in a second. We'll talk about the rest of the monsters right. in just a little bit. You've got, you've got yourself a groundbreaking, like, red-pilled out fucking theory about this movie. Well, it's not red-pilled. Okay. Those guys can fuck themselves. <laughs> Um, but okay. So here you gave us the basic rundown. Here's the tell me what's actually happening. I what's happening in this movie okay. from what I can gather. 
1887. Yes. Dracula was a dictator in Transylvania. Here's how we know this. Okay. The opening crawl refers to um, Van Helsing and his people as freedom fighters. Freedom fighters. It does say that, yes. Yes. So he's in control of a portion of the world. Okay. Dracula. Dracula. I got it. Uh Uh-huh. So Van Helsing and his followers actually fail. They blew it. They fail. Because the idea would be to suck Dracula into this... Uh, this vortex, vortex yeah. and destroy the amulet. Sure. But they fail at that. Yeah. But whatever they did somehow made like took power away from Dracula because a hundred years later, he is still trying to do this same plan mm-hmm. and it can only happen every hundred years on this specific night. Sure. But we know for sure that Dracula didn't own the home on Shadow Brook Lane before a couple of days before this happened. Is because, that so? Yes, because okay. the book, The Diary of Van Helsing, had been sold from the estate just right. recently yeah. to Sean's mom. Uh-huh. Van Helsing, in this world, is a real and true person that people know of as a historical figure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Meaning they know about his freedom fighting and who he was fighting against. Okay. So in other words, you're saying, which would be true, in the reality of this movie, Van Helsing is not a fictional literary character. He is a a historical figure people know of. He has a diary that he wrote. So yeah. And the mom recognized the name. Okay. Got it. For her son who loves monsters. There's a second thing going on in this movie. Okay. Which is an active campaign of denial of the existence of monsters. Yes. Perpetrated by the school and I people in and science. positions of authority. Yes. Monsters aren't real. But science what we also real. know is that even the whiff of monsters being somewhere will bring out an army response unit. So if okay, a little that, boy writes true. a poorly written letter just mentioning Dear monsters... Army. Monsters are here. Meaning the army knows that they exist. Showed up to a very real threat. Because in 1887, a monster was a dictator at a place in the world. And and high-level government officials know about it. You are selling this and I'm buying it. Please continue. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) This is where it gets... You're not wrong at all. No. You're not wrong at all. This is where it gets real interesting. The mom says, which one is it? He fights Godzilla? Yeah. Meaning Godzilla exists in this world. Because he's not a fake character. He's a historical figure. Right. As as a real person, he must have fought this real thing. She knows of Dracula, and she knows of Godzilla, and she knows that somebody fights one of the two. Okay. So in this world, Godzilla exists. Also real. Also real. Real fun. At one point, you can see, no shit, Murtaugh's house from Lethal Weapon in the background. Because they shot on the same set where okay. Murtaugh's house is. So, so movies and all fiction is real in this world. In this world, all the fiction you can imagine, basically, is real. So it's actually Murtaugh's house. 
it, it's the house from, from Lethal, Lethal Weapon, Weapon for sure. And yeah. guess what? Shane Black wrote Lethal Weapon and he wrote this movie. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we yeah. can just go ahead and call this the Shane Blackiverse. Awesome. Okay. I'm way into this. Okay. Now, here's <laughs> here's where I'm gonna get into some interesting shit. All right. Okay. So. They, the pilots who are flying yeah. Frankenstein mentioned that they're flying a World War II bomber. Of course. Which means that it's military. Yeah. Why is the military moving Frankenstein's body? They're trying to hide it. They're actively fighting a war against Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I want to know there is a prequel... Several prequel movies exist to this movie. And they are fascinating. Yes. And there's a postquel, a sequel, you might call it. The restaurant in this movie that they go to where it, it says like fried shrimp or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a, it's also on the same set, also the same back lot. Mm. It's in the movie Omega Man. No As shit. a like bombed no out building. Meaning the future of the Monster Squad universe is a vampiric zombie apocalypse. I I am legend, Omega. Yes, really. That's the future. So they didn't win. So so they don't win. So at the end, the Dracula finds a way out of the (laughs) vortex and infects people with a vampiric zombie virus. This is this is a movie. That deserves several prequels and oh, a sequel. Like, it deserves God. it. Make this fit. And I want to know how Godzilla comes in. But seriously, if in Godzilla vs. King Kong coming out next year, there's a nod to Monster Squad, you'll know where they're going. Holy shit. You heard, gonna, it, you heard it here you first, heard it Dead here. and Lovelies. You guys fucking heard it here first. I have a ton more to say about that, but I'm going to move on because we should probably talk about the other monsters. That, That is a treasure. It is. That That's is gonna make, wonderful. It's going to make somebody's day, I hope. I want to watch this again with that in mind. <laughs> with that in mind. Because as you're saying, it's like, it's obvious yeah. these people are denying the existence of monsters. They but are, that, yeah. I mean, there there is the stalwart fact that Van Helsing... The vampire hunter mm-hmm. is a real person. He's a real historical figure. He's a real person. And either he and his followers or just his followers moved to California to be as far away from Dracula as they possibly could at the time. That's So awesome. in the 1890s, it would take the furthest possible, the, the longest possible time to get from Transylvania to the western coast of the United States. Yeah. Um, God, and they set up an entire castle to hide this uh, diary and the amulet. Yeah, it, I don't know. I noticed it this last time I watched it. The amulet is surrounded by garlic and crosses. crosses. Yeah, so that was like their last hope that if he gets that far, he won't be able to get in and reach it. Right, and he wouldn't have if the kids hadn't grabbed it. Right, he couldn't get it. Totally, huh. it was safe and sound. Crazy, damn. God damn it, Steve. I'm excited that's to fucking awesome. talk more about this, but there's way more to say for sure. Maybe that's a YouTube video waiting to happen. Maybe it is. I think that it is. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. In the first of the movie there, where we have our whole intro scene that's set in the 1800s and stuff, Yeah. it opens with that really cool like transformation shot 
when oh, we yeah. see Dracula He's hiking as a upside bat. down. Yeah, it's really dope. And you also got all the all the other just like cool set dressing stuff, like the coffin opens and there's spiders that come out in that hand that reaches out and yeah. stuff. And then there's shitty fake bats on strings. <laughs> there are shitty fake bats on strings. And armadillos and there vampires armadillo- eating possums. Wait, that okay, that's that is your immediate indicator you're in an alternate universe. There are armadillos in Transylvania. Okay. Here's the deal with that though. Okay. That is an homage to apparently like uh the Bella Lugosi Dracula. Is there an armadillo? I didn't know. Apparently there that. is. Apparently there is. Because they huh. basically the people that made that wanted there to be exotic animals around the set. Meaning roadkill in Texas. Yeah. I was so, going to say, to Americans, armadillo, not exotic. No, I guess to the rest of the world, though. Yeah, maybe. for sure. So, yeah, that that's why they did the armadillos. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the opening sequence is really, really cool. I like that a lot. But apparently the original opening sequence of this movie that was written would have costed more than the entire budget yeah. for the whole movie. Yeah. He, they had, It was basically... The freedom fighters would have all had machine guns, and, and they were going to be they had yeah. zeppelins and like forty brides of Dracula riding out on horses yeah. to attack, and like yeah, like this movie started with like the biggest opening sequence. God, fucking that would ever. be really cool. To I see, want honestly. to fucking see that. I, but honestly, every I've seen people question this a lot, but every time there's like an alternate universe uh, future, they're always zeppelins because mm-hmm. zeppelins are cool. Like, look cool. I'd love to see a Zeppelin bombing Dracula's castle. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. I want that. That would be great. I want that movie. And, uh, yeah, Dracula in this movie is pretty dope. He's so cool. He's pretty dope. Yeah. I think the guy, I can't remember who plays him, but I think that he looks oh, shite. really pretty fucking cool. He does. His costume and stuff is great. He's got himself a magical. Duncan Rager. Duncan Rager. Mm-hmm. He's got himself a pretty cool cane. He does. That does something. That does stuff. Yeah, we'll maybe, talk about that. Maybe controls other monsters? Maybe I does. Don't know. It does something for sure. We should talk Frankenstein. Numero Frankenstein, dos. played by Tom Noonan. Played by Tom Noonan and uh, third most adorable character in the movie. Probably. Yeah. The dog, Phoebe, Frankenstein. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Tom Noonan is great. You might know him as Francis Dollarhide from Manhunter. Uh-huh. I always think of him as the creepy old guy from The House of the Devil. The House of the Devil. One of my fucking favorite movies. You'll know him from having an unnervingly calm voice. Yeah. And, and being too tall. Too tall. Too yeah. tall. He is great as Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. He really is. And uh, I like how they did Frankenstein because I've mentioned it before, but people have been doing my boy Frankenstein wrong. Oof. He, first off, he is Frankenstein. Don't deny him his name. He earned that by being a child of Dr. Frankenstein. Exactly. But two, exactly. he's not a monster. He was crea- He was made into a monster by being rejected by society. Exactly, man. Leave the dude alone. In this movie, he's he's redeemed. I love whenever he sees the Frankenstein mask and is yeah. like scared of it and stuff. Yeah, because that's, that's the thing. If you read Frankenstein, it's, he has the heart and soul of a human. Yeah, tragic character. Who's just inside of this corpsey body that yeah. he didn't make? It's not his fault. And he looks great. It's great he looking. Does. He looks really good. Yep. He's a great looking Frankenstein. He's naturally very tall. They put him in some lift shoes too to make yeah. him like unnaturally, unnaturally tall. Unnaturally tall. Yeah. I think while I crack open this next beer right Ooh, here, buddy, this is a uh, this is a Lagunitas. Maybe I'll talk about the Wolfman. Okay, is he a Wolfman, or is he more of a man wolf? 
Because <laughs> I see from that costume, from that character design. Yeah. He looks more like a dude who has wolfish features exactly. than a wolf that has dudeish features. That so I think he's really more of a of a man wolf. He, he's most he has a flat face. Yeah, it's more flat. It's not it's not, not as snouty. Yeah, not as canine, but it can allow for more physical movement in the face. Yeah, it can. And also, how about this? Uh-huh. I don't know if you noticed this or not. Do you know who fucking plays him in his human form? Uh, I don't know. Could he possibly uh, throw a football over that mountain? Maybe he could. Maybe Uncle it's Uncle fucking, fucking, Rico. fucking Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. When he I, like, I didn't. Thank you. I didn't notice that until I had looked it up, and then the second, after I watched it, after I looked up the movie, I was like, "Oh yeah, he throws that cop really far." <laughs> That's probably what he meant when he said I could throw a football over that mountain. Yeah, he could. He does toss a cop. He tosses the cop through. Now, he is the most tragic of the characters but they don't go into that too much because it's a kids movie yeah but but like our introduction to him is just him being like put me in a cell yeah please lock me up i don't want to kill yeah and then they don't cop shoots him cop shoots him that doesn't work that doesn't work either yeah he's a pretty uh he's a pretty tortured and fragile kind of character yeah he reminds me of the incredible hulk Oh, okay. I yeah. can see that. He doesn't really want to turn. He doesn't want to turn. He doesn't like what he does when he turns. Yeah. And he would prefer to be dead to being what he is. And that's... Wow. I mean, Bruce Banner, as we as we know from the comic books and the movies, tries to kill himself, never works. Wow. Because yeah, the moment yeah. he tries to kill himself, he turns into the big green guy and just nothing seems to be able to kill that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty dark subject matter and stuff, you know, yeah. especially for a for for a kids movie mm-hmm. to kind of have in there. But I like it. I think that's cool. The van, uh, the werewolf rules are uh, they're iffy in this because uh, he just seems to turn whenever the moon is out. Yeah, exactly. It's not necessarily a full moon. Yeah, that's something that I couldn't figure out. It's because like there's that first night where there's a full moon yeah and he turns you're like okay he's a werewolf cool and then it's like and then the next night he turns again and then the next night he turns some more well and i think um i think because they have that scene where uh dracula has him uh tied to a chair yeah and stuff and oh yeah, he yeah, says, yeah sorry about the dosage yeah yeah so i'm assuming he's always a wolf man unless he's given i assume wolf spain they don't say it but okay. unless he's given that, I assume he's always a wolf man. All right. So that's maybe the rule with him. Is it doesn't matter. I don't know why they show the moon before that. Maybe to remind us that wolves and moons are associated. <laughs> but I, I guess the rule. But the rules are too loose for sure about what he is and what he does. I can't say I love the way that he looks. The transformation mm-hmm. scene is pretty cool. Yeah. I've never seen a werewolf that throws up when he changes before. That makes <laughs> that makes me scared to be a werewolf. Could you yeah. imagine if dude I'm scared to be a werewolf anyway. <laughs> Not interested. Mostly the throwing up would be my biggest problem. Is that it? That's it. the one thing. Yeah, because you know <laughs> everything I, else is great. I hate that worse than anything. Yeah. I fucking hate it worse than anything. Uh-huh. So if I knew that every time I looked at that lunar calendar. It's like full moon tonight. Oh shit! I'm gonna throw up tonight. God damn it! I'm not buying anything and expensive murder for some dinner people tonight. Or whatever, but throwing up. Ah, uh, it <laughs> starts, and then it's all downhill from there. That is how it starts. Actually, honestly, up. it's all uphill from there, really. Yeah, it it's doesn't real get worse easy than up. Yeah, you know that's the worst for me. I would hate to deal with that. <laughs> downhill can be a bad thing and a good thing. I think so. Yeah, I'll tell you what is a good thing is this fucking Lagunita sucks. 
Yeah. It's so good. It's the best. Lagunitas just completes me, dude. Thank you, Lagunitas. Thank you, Lagunitas, dude. I, you had me I had hello. I had I'm a, Lagunitas. Uh, I had a hop stupid before we oh, started yeah. recording. Yeah, and I had a little something something. I don't know what they do. It's like there's a unifying flavor through all of their beers. Yeah. And it's all great. So probably if you don't like whatever particular Lagunitas you had, you probably won't like all of them. Yeah. But if you like what you had, and you've decided you're gonna one, probably like probably all, love of all of them, mm-hmm. except for maybe the Czech awesome. Pills. I still like that. I one. like that too. It's not. It's not my favorite. I'm for dying sure. to get my hands on that Dark Swan shit again, man. Oh, it's so Roger, good. Roger got us hooked on that the shit. Notorious RDM. Oh man, it's so good. What about the Gill Man, the creature from the Black Lagoon? He looks great. He uh, looks they, fucking awesome. And uh, like, there there are no zippers on that costume. Okay. The guy There's in that no costume. zipper from the Black Lagoon no. as we had in the original. Yeah, the, that guy is completely glued into the entire costume. That has to feel bad. Yeah, twelve hours a day of doing that. <laughs> and the eye, the eye holes apparently were just tiny little pin pricks that were kind of off to the side, not directly in front. Okay. So he couldn't see anything. Like, why did he even include them? <laughs> <laughs> That's be terrible. Yeah. Well, I wonder why he was so underutilized. Like, he never really does that yeah. much. And it's like, well, it probably fucking sucked to be in that suit. Yes, and you I'm sure see it did. Shit. Yeah. Dang. But he but looks. He looks. He looks great. great. And but we also get the truth about Gilman. He's all you gotta do to kill him is just like shoot him or stab him or something. Like, yeah. You don't have to do anything fancy. It's really nothing very particular. Yeah. I bet even just being out in the dry air long uh, enough. Yeah, long enough he'd just like, desiccate. Yeah, probably so. By Gilman. It'd probably be bad for him. Really. Yeah. And even though like his facial features don't really have much animation because it's like a, a hard rubber suit. Yeah. The mouth moves. Yeah, that's exactly. Nice. It, it's fine. It's like that's mm-hmm. enough. That's enough for me. His mm-hmm. his physicality and stuff is great. Yeah, he I does a great job. Awesome. Other than Shape of Water, haven't really been a lot of good uh, creature movies. No, there really haven't. No, I mean, yeah, I can't think. I mean, I, I would say a lot of people like Creature from the Black Lagoon, or at least are uh, dedicated to sure, it. Yeah. I, I've seen a lot of horror podcasts cover it. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, I don't know that it's great. Yeah. Is Shape of Water probably the only one? Probably, man. Yeah. And it is good. It is good. Um, and mummy. this one, of course. Yeah. What are we talking about? What about that mummy? The mummy. Boy, he's sure there. He's in this movie. That's for sure. Okay. All right. So here's my here's my thing about this. Okay. So we know that Dracula and Frankenstein have a long-standing relationship. Mm-hmm. Because when they open up the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a history, it seems. Yeah, he goes specifically to find Frankenstein. He, uh, when they open it up, he's like, my friend. My friend. Yeah, and like yeah. they have like a real genuine sort of emotional moment. Like, probably remembering that war they fought to take over Transylvania. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the Gill Man seems to be controlled by Dracula. It As seems does that the way. wolf man. The mummy just sort of wakes up. It seems that way. It's almost yeah. co- entirely coincidental yeah, that he woke up. Yeah, he's on exhibit at a, yeah. a local museum. And then our, our, our cop guy is like, oh, the mummy's gone. Yeah. I guess that's something. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and then, like... But like okay, so there's there's like a a cane that Dracula carries yeah, that he yeah. seems to use to control Gilman. Mm-hmm. But then directly after that, 
he hands it to the mummy so he can do, you know, bring Frankenstein back. Right. So, like, if he can control all the monsters with that cane, why is he just handing it off? Yeah. Or is the mummy know. just so dedicated that it, like, rose from the grave because it was like, Master is here. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good question. It's I don't know what question. brings them all together. I would like to see. Obviously, if we had seen the prequel where basically it would be, in my mind, the first Captain America, <laughs> but they're the bad side. <laughs> There's a story waiting to be told here. Yes. There's a story waiting to be told. I love the way the mummy looks. He looks great. And the guy uh, the guy who played him, like, I mean. He's so skinny. So skinny. If I'm not mistaken... Damn it! Is either the Mummy or the Gill Man played a xenomorph in several Alien movies? I think uh, it's, the Gill Man is the Gill Man. Guy? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because he he was he well he was a long standing maybe he hadn't because I know that he had long been doing stunt coordination and stuff and he like sort of lobbied for himself to be the Gill Man in okay. this because he had not played a role before. So gotcha. Gotcha. Must have, maybe it was the the Mummy. I don't know, but I love I love his physicality and stuff. Yeah, he's, he's like great. super frail and shaky and yeah. stuff. Kind of reminded me of the mummy in uh, Tales from the Dark Side. Oh yeah, had kind of that sort of thing going on. Uh huh. Which you know, go check out that episode. Yeah, Tales from the Dark Side on iTunes. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's like a mummy is inherently not scary. Not really. Yeah. It it's a zombie. In a sense, but yeah, it's but a it's, very delicate zombie. Yeah, like very delicate, being held together by. Tandages. basically yeah so it's not it's not that scary but he does look cool he does he looks great like um the creature design in this stan winston obviously killed a it. goddamn master he killed awesome. it in this um the the character that comes through with each of them gilman is probably the least of a character yeah no spoken lines no, no spoken anything, lines yeah. or no like and he can't really emote or anything sure the mummy has a little more leeway, but still not that, much that of a bedroom character. closet scare. Yeah, they yeah, and then when he's you know being unwrapped, he sort Which of is really cool. He has a. It's not much of a surprise face, but more of a surprise take. Where yeah. He's just like, huh? well, let's talk about the how all these monsters are killed off. Okay. Because there's definitely some really cool kills in God this. God damn it. For sure. Yeah, the mummy getting unraveled. That's cool. That's is, really is definitely cool. dope. Yeah, yeah like uh, Rudy, like grabs the 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 gauze and uh-huh. ties it to the arrow and shoots it at the tree yeah. and it unravels him which is cool he's all yeah. dry and dusty under there mm-hmm. i definitely like that uh dracula gets impaled on that yeah on that fence which is actually pretty gory it's, it's like very yeah it's very bloody for a well i guess it's probably why it's pg-13 the cussing right. in that yeah but dude it's not fucking well and bloodier than wolfman's yeah death. wolfman well i mean that not even his death yeah yeah oh yeah true that's one of the coolest things is that wolfman gets blown up by a stick of dynamite yeah but then like all of his parts like come back together yeah, because you can't like kill Wolfman T-1000 or something. with the bomb, apparently. And I like that very much because you know, early in the movie when we have the the gang kind of quizzing Rudy and stuff. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, how do you kill Wolfman?" And he's, and he's like, like "Silver, silver bullet. bullet." And they're like, "Well, surely there's got to be other ways. Old age, car crash, blah mm-hmm. blah blah." No, and you get to thinking about it, and you're like, "Yeah, there's not really any other details yeah. about how to kill Wolfman." So yeah, whenever he gets thrown out that window and blown up with dynamite. 
and I mean, really blown up. He's yeah, just, he's just like, like a <sighs> heap of limbs and a torso. Yeah, I wonder how they did that because it, like, it looks it awesome. Blows, yeah, it's obviously a fake body blowing up, yeah. like actually blowing up. And like you said, it just kind of reassembles itself. Uh-huh. I, I kind of like that. That takes it's like advantage. Wolverine right there. Oh damn! Yeah, yeah it's it like really a Wolverine is. Deadpool type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Which is really, really cool. And it's interesting, too, to see how, like you said, kind of Hulk-like. It's like, this guy doesn't like being a monster. No. Like, Dracula, he loves his position. Oh, yeah, he's I loving think it. A, I think a gill man's cool with where he's yeah, at. Yeah, mummy doesn't have any brains, so no what problems. does he care? No problems at Frankenstein's all. Frankenstein's got some issues. He does. Yeah. He does. But I think, well, Frank, all right, we'll get back to that in a but, little bit. <laughs> generally speaking, most of these bad guys enjoy being bad. They do. But the wolf man, it's like, I can't even get killed and go out. Yeah. It's pretty fucking tragic. Yeah, and when he does get shot with a silver bullet, he says, thank you. Also makes me wonder, how in the fuck did they deal with werewolves before the invention of guns? Damn. Well, I mean, I can't tell, I can't tell you. That, yeah, they would use wolf spain and stuff like that. But the uh, most often, the earliest werewolves were made a werewolf by putting on a ring or a belt or something. I'm it was wearing a ring cho- and a belt right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> Get him off of me. It was like a choice they would make. It, All right. And then they could take it off or, or, you know, stay in wolf form. But then also sometimes they would be cursed to not mm. be able to take it off. So they would need someone else to do it. But, of course, they were a beast, so they might kill you. Oh, dang. Yeah. But then later, werewolves were just killed. I mean, you could kill them with whatever. It's just the fear was that a man could turn into a beast. Yeah, yeah. Silver came along later. Right. Okay. And the the gill man kill, as you said, is just, well, you get blown away. (laughs) You just get shot. (laughs) Shot by a shotgun. That ought to do it. You just kind of gasp a few breaths out, Uh and you're fucking dead. Horace, a.k.a., as he doesn't like to be called, Fat Kid. The Fat Kid. Which everyone calls him in this movie, including his friends. How about the kids in this movie? How about these kids? Boy, they're jerks and (laughs) dirtbags. But the thing is, is that's exactly how kids were in 1987. Yeah, they were jerks and dirtbags. Yeah, I Mm -hmm. think about like... A lot they of the shitty people like my brother bags. hung out with. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Total oh, yeah, jerks, I remember tons bags. of people being like, we're going to go shoot cats with baby guns. And like, yeah, exactly, dude. That was what it was like to be a boy in 1987. Yeah. And if you didn't shoot a cat with a BB gun, you, you were, were probably gay. a queer. Yep, you were gay. Yeah. I got called gay so much as a kid because I'd be like, why? Yeah, but I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, me too, man. It's also got fucking Wayne from The Wonder Years. It does have Wayne from the Wonder Years, and guess what? In a scene that will never be seen, Dustin Diamond was in this movie. Apparently. Yeah, but they cut it. Screech And powers. no one thought to keep it, because why? So we got <laughs> our, our main dudes in here are a couple of good Irish Catholic kids, Sean and Patrick. Sean and Patrick. <laughs> and Patrick's got freckles. <laughs> Sean with his Stephen King rules shirt. Do, they, do all awesome. the kids have blue eyes? Do they? They looks like they do. It looks like all the kids are blue eyed. I know they all like wear. They're like, we want the whitest kids possible. They wear the best clothes. Yeah, Stephen King sucks is a great shirt. Uh, Stephen King rules. Oh, Stephen King rules. Sorry, Freudian slip. Shit. Oh yeah, I don't. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Um. Yeah. So Sean and, and Patrick, he doesn't wear anything fancy. He's it's always just dressed like yeah. Yeah. Um, Horace. Horace rocks. Horace wears. 
the clothes that people actually wore in 1987. Oh, yeah. I remember wearing that shit that just like bright, like insane patterns clashing against each other Didn't and looking matter. terrible. Like, I would love to wear that shit now. Well, yeah. If you I could find it. I would be so it, on board. Man. I would be so on board with that. I used to have this this two piece number. Do you remember when you were like five or six and you mm-hmm. have those like matching like shirt and shorts combinations? Yes. And it had like it was almost like a like a terracotta kind of color. Yeah. And it had like an outline of like a dude with like wavy hair and like some cactuses and what? stuff. And it also said it's a dirty job. Somebody's got to do oh, it. Oh man! And that is dope. Apparently, that was me. Kids' clothes back in the day. Bring it back. I I had a shirt that said, uh, "I'm not going to school today. I'm sick." And then under it, it said, "Sick of school." Oh shit! Yeah, and I oh. wore that to school, and I was like, "Fuck you, deal <laughs> with it." But like, I didn't miss school because I actually liked schools. For some reason, my buddy Luke is always like graffitiing everything with school sucks. Like S U K Z, school sucks. S U K Z? Yeah. School That's even sucks. better. So I, I, that amuses me greatly. And I really wish I had a great like 80s looking shirt and shorts combo that yeah. said school sucks. God, that would be great. That I'd wear as a 34 year old. <laughs> what about Rudy, who plays the Fonz? Okay. He's cool, right? No, he's not. That like that. First off, he's a fifteen-year-old hanging out with elementary school kids. Okay, that's or usually like, not maybe, a good sign. Yeah, tweens at yeah. best. Those kids aren't teens. No, of course not. Uh, second off, anybody who went to school in the eighties or nineties who knew the kid who uh, smoked way too young <laughs> and wore leather jackets and shades and loafers. So it makes sense why he's hanging out with these kids. But, like, these kids think he's the coolest. Well, because nobody in his age group wants to hang out with him. Yeah, they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, Rudy sucks. <laughs> Phoebe, the kid sis, Phoebe. is awesome. She's the best. She's the best. She's one of the cutest kids ever. Ever in a movie. In a movie. Absolutely. We got Eugene, who's just kind of the little brother character. Yeah, he doesn't Not say much, much. When he does say stuff, it's like just, you know, the funny one-liners. Like, mommy was in my closet. And, like... Yeah. Creature took my Twinkie. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, like it seems it seems like he's the only one that really sees like the Gill Man and the Mummy. They're just kind of yeah. for him. And and neither one of them tries to kill him. So like it's like the no. Gill Man and the Mummy, they're they're led in some way by Dracula, but they have no desire to kill these kids that Dracula wants killed. Right. It's <laughs> a good point. <laughs> He's he's got some control, but not much. It's a real loose association <laughs> when you're a bunch of monsters hanging out. <laughs> now, Steve, I want to run something by you while we're on the subject of these kids. Mm-hmm. And this is my theory about this movie. Oh, God, I'm excited. <laughs> so, the final line in this movie is, Where of the course, yes, the iconic... The super memorable. The n- no one will ever forget. With a monster squad. He says it weird. Exactly. And and as you said, this movie is, is very much dealing with the, the existence of, of monsters. Mm-hmm. You know, do they exist? Do they not? Right. These kids obviously love monsters. The adults think they don't exist. Right. Yada, yada. But I'd like to posit that that final line in the movie... Indeed, rings to be the most 
truth-bearing line in the entire film. Oh, no. As the children are indeed the squad of monsters. <gasps> They're the real monsters. They're the real monsters. What? Now, let me just put let me just put this by here. Mm-hmm. Okay, initially you're going, okay, no, no, no. It's Dracula and all those other guys. They're the monsters. Yeah. Okay. Are they, though? We've got we've got Dracula. He's obviously the guy that has some pretty intense food allergies. <laughs> right? Garlic and he don't get along. Very sensitive to light. He's got mm-hmm. that, that, that photo thing that the kids and uh, you know, the others have. Yeah, there's, uh-huh. He's got some problems of his own. But he chooses to surround himself with other people that are marginalized wow. in society. The mummy? Yeah. He's an immigrant. He's a stranger in a strange land. He's an immigrant and he's elderly. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. got no job. Oh, man. He's here on refugee status, so he can't legally get a job. Wow. He doesn't speak the language. They were holding him captive, even. Yeah, he exactly. Escaped. Exactly. He's probably more fearful of a, of a cop or an immigration officer right? than anything. Or like a loose match. Yeah, they think he's yeah. a monster. No, he's just he's an immigrant. He's trying yeah, to improve. Poor his guy. Life. Yeah. Well, what about what about the gill man? Oh. Uh, well, he's yeah. just a he's just a native endangered species. Yeah. He's hey. the last of his kind. He's probably lonely as hell. He didn't fly over here. You ever seen the gill woman? Damn. Me neither. He's the last of his fucking kind. Plymouth Rock didn't land on us. It landed on Gill Man. <laughs> <laughs> the wolf man he chooses to hang out with. Well, we know he's tortured. Uh, he's he's clearly got uh, he's clearly depressed, suicidal. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Tries to suicide by cop even. Yeah, exactly. He's extremely extremely troubled. Obviously, Frankenstein. Yeah. He's on. He he's, he's well. He's on I, the slow I, side. I was gonna say, uh, from your perspective here, Frankenstein's a double agent. He is a monster. It's true. It's true. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. But these kids. Yeah. Let me just give you a quick list. Tell, tell me what these kids do. Of some of the things that these kids do. Uh-huh. Now, now, again, keep in mind the list of, of descriptors I just gave you to the so-called right. monsters in this movie. Meanwhile, the children are clearly extremely homophobic mm-hmm. based on their comments earlier. Right. The F word. Talking yep. about. Using a lot. Uh, the 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 counselor guy homoing yeah. out homoing out yeah, they say truly gay bashers obviously right they're also anti furry talking okay. about their meow, meow mix teacher oh no okay so they're clearly not accepting of people with alternative lifestyles that's true that's true I will also point out these children are extremely sexist boys only in their club. That's true. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very sexist. Then they also call her Phoebe the Phoebe, and I yes. had to look that up, but that apparently means feeble-minded. Yeah. Which is right up there with the R word. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So extremely discriminatory. They fat shame. They do. Their friend. Their own fucking friend that yeah. chooses to hang out with them. They they don't even give him a name. Fat kid. Is what they call yeah, him. Yeah, they couldn't call you don't him. You don't even have a name. You're just an object. You're a fat kid. Wow. That's jerks, That's man. bad. These that's kids really are bad. some jerks. They could have called him Fat Horace or Horse Ass or something. <laughs> yeah, like, anything. At the very He's least, just call him by his name. Yeah, Fat Kid. How about the way that these children produce and possess child pornography? They do. 
They do. Yes, they do. They do, and they're all excited to see it, <laughs> including the little brother of the nude person. Yes. Yeah. It's truly, truly fucked up. They yeah. take pictures out of their clubhouse window. Well, technically, Frankenstein did that. Okay. Wait, is he the... Is he mm-hmm. the negative influence on them? No, exactly. they were being shitheads before he came I think along. They, I think they brought him in. Yeah. They brought him down, yeah. I think is what they did. <laughs> and they, they, they possess and print child pornography. They do. And then they use that child pornography to, to blackmail. bribe and blackmail something. And slut shame. Bribe, I said. Blackmail. Entirely. Yeah. Yeah, and they slut shame that poor girl, too. Yeah, and she didn't do anything. She, she was just changing in her bedroom. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Then they also slut shamed the brides of Dracula, who uh-huh. also didn't do anything. That is correct. They oh. were just kidnapped by Dracula. Also, as soon as that girl that was changing is found to not be a virgin, she's no longer valuable or useful. Yeah, to them. get out of here. They don't give a fuck. What they only care about virgins. Wow. Disgusting. Also, going back to what I was just saying about our friend the Gill Man, uh-huh. they kill an endangered species. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> the very last one. Yeah, on Earth. The only one. Horus sees this miraculous species. Uh-huh. This thing that nature hath produced. This humanoid gill man. Oh, shit. Fucking blows it away. And then he cocks that shotgun and says, my name is Horus. Yeah. Like, he's so Let fucking. Let you know who killed that God, endangered man. species. They he's kill real, an endangered species. He's a real species. Eric Trump. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> also, they they just generally kill tons of people. They do. They kill tons of people, especially uh, uh, Rudy. Like he's he's gonna be in therapy for a really long time. I feel like Rudy won't seek therapy. No. He'll just he, you know what you know what would be interesting hmm. is if we found that this movie was set in the forties. Yeah, and that that Rudy is the Fonz. That. <laughs> This explains hey. this explains why he hangs out in a bathroom and calls it his office. He does do that. Yeah. <laughs> so he kills tons of people. He kills those brides of Dracula that were just normal girls. Yeah. They were just girls who I assume went to his high school or yeah, it graduated. Them they kind of looked like they were in like schoolgirl yeah. uniforms. So he kills a bunch of kids. Uh-huh. He calls them skanks. Uh-huh. Yep. That's not good. They kill the wolf man. They do kill a wolf man. Yeah, who I is be- just really just a tortured, depressed, suicidal man. Though he man. does thank him for that. He, they do. But is that like <laughs> an animal house where they say, thank you, sir, may I have another? It might be Yeah, like he that. thought he was going to get in with the monster squad by saying thank you. These are children, yet we see, we see Rudy using tobacco. No, he does smoke. And I think he's drinking beer in that one He was scene. drinking beer at one point when they were trying to blackmail... The one kid's sister. Uh huh. Exactly. So just a combination of God, illicit activities. These kids activities. are some fuckwads. <laughs> well, well, how about this? And also, too, how about the fact that he makes illegal, unlicensed weaponry? He does. He forms bullets in shop class. He does. Although, why does his shop class have a bullet mold? They're just asking for Man, trouble. Man, back in oh, the day. it was to arm the teachers. I was going to say, that's how that... Yeah. See, in the, the 80s, only you didn't have any of those uh, school shootings because the bullet teachers molds in class. had yeah. bullet molds in case they heard something popping off. Got it. Got it. They're ready to go. Yeah. And also, that would help because a person who makes $24,000 a year after five years of school is yeah. probably really up for shooting a teenager. <laughs> 
no. Yeah. <laughs> the truth is out. Yeah. I think I thought about it that way. Every senator and representative who says that should be made to stand guard at schools with a gun every day. You know what? And so they can confront That's a great it. They can confront plan. it. You, what are you gonna do? You see all these kids walking in. What if one does have a gun? You're gonna shoot a teenager. Holy! You're shit. gonna do that, man alive. And and also too, you know, in order to make those bullets, he also has to to steal. He steals. He's a thief true. as well. So I mean, listen, listen, Steve. Here's what here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. Who's the monsters here? Is it the marginalized, disenfranchised? Wow. Or is it the kids that that make child pornography, unlicensed weapons, yeah. kill endangered species, and slut and body shame? Hey, who's the fucking monsters? And let me tell you, who's this, the squad, dude? Let, let me tell you who they're following in the footsteps of Van Helsing, called a freedom fighter. Guess what we call freedom fighters in America? Mm. Terrorists. <laughs> well, I heard the original title was We the Proud Boys. <laughs> Fuck the Proud Boys. Fuck the, Fuck proud, the boys. proud Boys. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. <laughs> um, but straight up, like, think about that. What if Dracula, he, okay, sure, he's a dictator, but he's got strong ties to the U.S. because Transylvania's got uranium ore. Yeah. And he's <laughs> so the U.S. is like, you know, funding him, and then these freedom fighters, aka terrorists, come along and take down this good and well-established dictator. Uh huh. I mean, who's the real? Who's come really on. causing the problems? Come here? on, exactly. <laughs> I'd like to know what the state of living was like for those people that were being ruled by Dracula. Maybe everything was fine. I. You know what? I bet that fourteen-year-old virgin. At the beginning that they have, say, the, the <laughs> chant, I bet she wasn't roasting in limbo for no goddamn reason before the freedom fighters came along. For a hundred fucking years. Yeah. I well, bet even that more, she doesn't come out. That's the thing. Like, oh. There's no revo- like resolution to that. If at the end, when it opens back up, if she had come out... And they'd been like, oh, we do have a virgin to read the thing. like that." But like, instead, no, this teenage girl they had reading the spell gets sucked into limbo <laughs> to live with the damned for no reason. Yeah. I think you're right. The Monster Squad are the real monsters. Exactly right. Thank you. Also, Thank you. think of how monstrous this is. All those monsters are getting together and they're like, all right, what are we going to call ourselves? And you know, Gilman's sitting back. He's like, I got the perfect thing. We're going to be the Monster Squad. Yeah. And he's like, Monster Squad. And Dracula's like, sorry, those kids took it. Yeah. They're he's clearly like, already the monsters. Well, I see why we're fucking murdering them. Yeah. Yeah. Call ourselves the uh, Cool Kids Coalition. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another fun theory for you. Okay. Here's just another one. This is <laughs> this is one of those that I think I think really deserves some serious thought. Yeah. So obviously, as we said, these kids are extremely extremely homophobic. Yeah. Very unaccepting of our brothers and sisters in the homosexual community. Right. And in the monster community. Absolutely. So leave monsters alone. Later on in the movie, we meet creepy German guy. Yes. Creepy German guy. Who in Holocaust a mo- survivor. Yeah, in a moment where the movie gets way fucking real, oh, he's yeah. like, oh, I really know real. about monsters, and you see his, his concentration camp tattoo on his wrist. Or he was saying, I know about monsters, because I am Magneto. Yeah. Yeah. So here's, here's my idea. Mm-hmm. Here's my idea. So the kids are all super homophobic and stuff. Right. 
And they get help from this German guy who's in a concentration camp. Well, wait, hang on. German guy that mm-hmm. was in a concentration camp? What? But he was German. Oh. Okay, okay. Obviously, maybe he was a German Jew. But <laughs> I like to posit that uh-huh. the Nazis, of course, also interred all sorts of disabled people, That's gypsies, true. and homosexuals, homosexuals. Yeah. into the concentration camps. They did. I like to think that these kids just got help from a guy who was homoing Maybe out. they're going to change. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. I'm hoping so. I suppose you thought I was a monster. He's an old man, lives yeah. on his own in that time period. Yeah. Maybe he couldn't just, you know, marry the, the person he wanted they to be with. They do see. Okay. This is an interesting his thing. His house is very neat. Okay. He makes pie. Because when you make a kid's movie these days, especially if it's a Disney kid's movie, there's no, like, real conflict and there's no, like, character right. growth except for, like, the character's like, I don't like my sister. And by the end, he's like, my sister's all She's right. All but, like, if the character growth in this is they start out saying homo and, and calling everybody the F word and whatnot, but they learn through their, uh, you know, interactions with this guy and, and interactions with Frankenstein to not marginalize exactly. different people. Yep. I mean, they grow. They become better. That's a story. Maybe they're not the monsters after all. No, they they are. They're horrible. They are. They're child too. porn. That's they make true. child porn in the movie. Yeah, and then use it to to blackmail a child. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk, can we talk about the, this movie's relationship with children is interesting because in this movie a child is referred to as a virgin. Which yeah. I just want think about this. Yes, in your mind you're like, oh yeah, I guess kids are virgins. But you had to think about it. You just don't even you don't, go there. Of course You don't not. look at a five-year-old well, girl and go, well, she's a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> what? It is, it's a weird beat in that movie. It is odd. It's kind but of an then, odd one. But uh, then, taken up a notch just a few minutes later, when a person calls that same child a bitch. <laughs> a five-year-old girl <laughs> calls her a bitch. What? Now, a lot of the complaints that I've seen about this movie are that there's just so many things that just work out. Oh yeah, it's all so overly easily. convenient. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm completely okay with that. Yeah, because to me, it's like this is exactly the movie that I would have wanted to see when I was like eight or nine. Yeah, because it's exactly the kind of movie I would have written when I was eight or nine. Oh yeah, it's almost as if people with a, a huge budget just consulted a bunch of kids and they're like, "What yeah, would you and, like?" And Dracula is in a plane and he drops Frankenstein's crate. Over this swamp, mm-hmm. and out of the swamp is the Gill Man, right. and it's fine. It works out. Oh, does somebody need a nap? I'm a little sleepy. <laughs> but it's like it's so full of these little like contrivances and stuff. The whole movie. But I'm totally okay with that. Fuck it. What do you What do you want? Do you want this kind of movie to like make tons of sense and be super realistic and like a fucking DC universe movie. Come no, on, man. no, it's fucking fine. Well, Let and we found that people don't want that when uh universal tried to start their dark universe. Oh yeah, dude. No, you don't want that. This is the dark universe. Everybody wants. Yeah. Exactly. Where it's more fun. Let it be fun. Where it's more interesting and where I don't have as much sympathy for all of the monsters. Like that's what they were trying to form with universal. Like we're going to, feel sympathy for Dracula with right. Dracula untold and oh, feel right, sympathy right. for the mummy. 
No, the only one we nah. should feel sympathy for, Frankenstein, and we do in this movie. Sure. So the end, like, uh, well, we do feel sympathy for the Wolfman as well. But yeah. when he is the Wolfman himself, we're not sympathetic. But what an odd coincidence it is that this this town happens to feature this guy who I guess is a werewolf in it. Yeah, was he there the whole time, or has he been like? That's okay. what I want to know. What yeah. I'm assuming is that um, the creature and the Wolfman were in some way uh, still under the spell of Dracula, and he okay. brought them with him. Okay. But the mummy was definitely already there. He was on tour. And then the military was flying around Frankenstein's <laughs> corpse for some reason. So, Flying them out to the Area 51. Right, yeah. Maybe that, yes. Yeah. Maybe the Ark of the Covenant was in there with it. And exactly. they were like going to that, that storage building. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like, <laughs> what the hell? Like, how did all of these people come together? Yeah, all at one time. That Gill man had been living in that swamp. Okay, swamp. Where the fuck does this there movie take swamps. place? Yeah, okay, so if this, if my theory is right, and that is Murtaugh's house... This is a suburb of L.A. Right. There are no swamps. Isn't a swampy area no, as no. far as I know. No. No swamps. Unless the swamp is all oil, it might be <laughs> Compton, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea where it takes place. I don't even fucking care. I no, don't care. Yeah. It's fine. No, it's like Lost Boys where it's just one of those general California towns. Exactly. You know it exists, but where is it? Who cares? Yeah, it doesn't really matter that yeah. much. Yeah, if you're getting really that hung up on these little things... Yeah, this movie's not for you, for go, sure. Yeah, go watch go watch something else. Yeah, go watch, watch a better movie. Watch a movie that's like someone actually put a ton of thought into. Yeah. This is not a movie someone put a ton of thought into. This is just fun. Yeah, it's a fun time. It's just fun. That has a lot of complicated issues surrounding it. And maybe could be a long and drawn out uh, Dynasty franchise type of series that I start today along with my friend Ben Eller. Yes. The Monster Squad prequels. Dude, I'm so on board for that. I think that your theory is fucking awesome. You know, they were going to do a remake of Monster Squad. No shit. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, I think they finally gave up on it around 2014. How? I don't know why they would give up on it. I guess because, univer I guess around 2014 is when Dracula the and Told came out. Shit. The Dark yeah. Universe. That's right. Okay. Well. So, yeah, they probably, like, you could still do what they did with Monster Squad where you changed everything enough. But I bet now people are so litigious, especially sure, yeah. large corporations. It wouldn't matter if you had... like That, that is kind of what happens with large corporations. It doesn't matter if you're right. It matters that you can't afford lawyers to fight their lawyers. Sure, absolutely so. Yeah. But that's enough about Donald Trump. Yep. <laughs> yep. So there's a lot of references to horror movies there are throughout this flick like I, I noticed in the kids clubhouse there's like a lucia mm -hmm. fulci zombie poster yep. yeah there's one for the being which uh -huh. is not a movie i've seen but i know about yeah um, yeah there are a lot of those different posters around their their clubhouse yeah what about that that drive-in movie that's shown groundhog day part 12 part 12 well, this actually plays into my theory about this alternate God universe damn. a little bit tell me more here's the thing Groundhog Day Part 12. Part 12. There's been 11 other ones. 11 others. So let's assume they come out once a year. Okay. That means Groundhog Day Part 1 came out 1975. 75, okay. Okay. We know from our experience with 70s and 80s horror movies that 
the sequel craze didn't start until the 80s. Sure. So in this universe, the sequel craze started in the 70s. Okay. And was at a point already where ridiculous titles were getting sequels. One such as, say, Groundhog Day. I assume that that's playing into the fact that, like... Friday the 13th, maybe a little bit, and April Fool's Day, and St. Valentine's Day Massacre. uh, Yeah, My my Bloody Valentine. Like, there were a lot of holiday-themed... Yes. Black Christmas, Uh yada, yada. There was a lot of holiday-themed things. So I, I, I kind of took that as... Okay, they're really running out of holidays to fucking do exactly. horror movies based around. So if in 1975 they were already running out of holidays, this means we live in a By world... By 75, they were like Groundhog Day, whatever, that's all Yeah, left. this okay. means we live in a world where horror movies are abundant. Because there's real monsters in the world. Because there's real fucking monsters <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Dude, it's insane how well all this stuff fits yeah. together. Yeah. Yes! It's uh, like insane. <laughs> That's so awesome. yeah, Groundhog Day 12 is further evidence that. Well, see, the the thing is to me is like me, you know, being here in in fucking 2018. Mm-hmm. Whenever I saw that, and I was like, okay, Groundhog's Day. Okay, so in other words, it's the same thing over and over and over and that's over. That's yeah, but that's not what they were referring to because well, no. that didn't exist yet. Yeah, I was gonna say mm-hmm. the Bill Murray Groundhog's Day wouldn't exist till what fucking 1998, yeah. 99. When did that come out? Oh shit! I don't. Remember. I think it may have been ninety one or ninety two. That early? Yeah. God, I love that movie. That's such it's a great amazing. movie. Yeah. But but you know, at that time, Groundhog Day didn't mean the same thing over and over and no. over again. Like that didn't mean that until like you said. Yeah. That movie came out. Yeah. So they're referencing like a a, a holiday based movie craze that's on part twelve. That's, that's already on part run itself. Well, yeah, yeah. So that that was kind of interesting to me because I only thought about that way after the fact because. Yeah. Groundhog's Day now and Groundhog's Day 1987 mm-hmm. are not exactly the same thing. They're not. That's crazy. Like, uh, by the way, this could be boring for anybody, but this is the reason why whenever you're studying literature or film, mm-hmm. you have to put shit into context. Right. Because you could easily you could easily see someone writing, you know, not writing a paper, but making a YouTube video about the Groundhog Day reference in Monster Squad being a reference to Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. 50 years. Right. Somebody could just mix up, like, because it's just a few years separated. It could easily fall into, oh, that all happened around yeah. the same Groundhog's time. Groundhog's Day always meant the same thing over and over yeah, again. Yeah, but it didn't. It meant no. nothing uh-huh. like that up to that point. Right. But it affects how we see it, because it does make the joke funnier. If right. you think, Ground- oh, yeah, they keep doing the same thing over and over, and the dad talks about how... Yeah, he always comes back to life. Like, well, that, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, oh, okay, it's like a reference, to like Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, but it's totally not. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, pretty cool, man. Yeah, I got to mention the soundtrack uh-huh. to this movie because obviously, when you think about the soundtrack, you're thinking about the awesome fucking Monster Squad rap. Yeah, but the real song, "Rock Until You Drop." Yeah, the montage song is so good by Michael Sambello, the same guy that did Maniac. From the Flashdance soundtrack. That guy, dude, just did all the best fucking 80s montage songs. Because the the, the fact that that song is played during a montage, god damn it, it's the world's greatest. It is. And that montage is especially effective. It's ridiculous and uh, paired with a ridiculous song that is just so 80s. And Rudy's there making weapons that he will use to... 
to kill actual human beings yeah. in cold blood. Mm-hmm. Just murder them. Just murder them. Yeah. Actual human beings. Great montage. <laughs> but also, too, the orchestral soundtrack kicks ass. It is. It's really it's good. It's great. Like, yeah. even during the opening sequence and stuff with uh, Dracula's Castle and uh-huh. the possums and the yeah. armadillos and shit, all that orchestral stuff is really sick. Yeah. It's a very well done soundtrack, man. Yeah, I, uh, I, honestly, I have trouble watching this movie, uh, picking out the bad parts because, like, the bad parts are so clear. Yeah. But I still like it. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's like, so. what is bad about this movie? <laughs> Even though I know what's bad about it, I still like it. So what's what's so bad about I it? I know. I fucking love this movie, dude. Yeah. I really do. This is one of those that. Like I said, starting last year became a Halloween tradition. I wish I would have seen this when I was a kid, dude. I wish it I would have watched yeah, this. It was great. It was like this and Goonies. They like I remember because of this and Goonies, like me and my cousins going into the woods and like making up these stories about finding monsters and yeah. stuff and finding treasure. Like making child porn. Making so child porn. Yeah, we were like, hey, we could probably take some pictures of my sister naked and then <laughs> she's younger than me but somehow that's what what <laughs> no we bad sh- idea just real quick before we summarize here we should just mention that it took that kid too long to figure out that al your card was dracula backwards man my god man and also how about this not even that kid the fact that fucking vlad tepish dracula mm-hmm. dracul dracul himself is like calling uh-huh. to leave a message about that Van Halen di- diary. Which, yeah. by the way, I love that. Yeah, that was funny. And the mom is like, oh, he's not home. Who can I say is calling? And Dracula was just like, oh, it's Mr. Alucard. I mean, that would be like me being like, oh, it's uh, uh, uh. Nevitz. You can't just say fucking Smith or Brown or Johnson yeah, try, or some common ass name. to cover yourself. Maybe my name backwards is also a name. Yeah, I'll tell you this right now. Better anagram of Dracula than Alucard. Luca Rad. <laughs> tell him Luca Rad called. The dope Rad. No, name. who wouldn't call back immediately? I'd call Luca His last Rad. name's Rad. Yeah. It's interesting, though, that he sees that name and is immediately like, I bet this is a trick. Name. Yeah, seems like a trick. Let me just see. How do these letters come to you? Wait a second. <laughs> God, it's so silly. Yeah. This movie's the best. It, it's the best, and it's not great, and it's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you are expecting something that is on par with something like, you know, fucking The Witch or The Shining or Oh, no, or it's nowhere near. Fuck no. It's just fun, dude. Mm-hmm. It's like an 82-minute movie. That's got kids talking shit about each other, using a ton of profanity, which I think is hilarious. And being terrible people. And being terrible people. Exactly. Just being assholes. Yep. And it's got all the classic Universal monsters. It's got great special effects and a great soundtrack. Yep. What the fuck are you complaining about? No, there's nothing to complain about. This movie is awesome. And, I mean, in its tier, I mean, we it's not The Witch. It never was oh, meant to be. Of course, yeah, it's not. It's to not be. even Friday the Thirteenth yeah. or Nightmare on Elm Street. It uh. never was meant to be. It was meant to be a kids' movie. That's a horror movie. Yeah, that's 
already weird. Yeah. Like, that doesn't exist at this time as far as I can remember. And a tribute to the Universal monster movies, too. Yeah. Which is kind of an interesting thing to think about. To think that Maybe they thought the- that, oh, these kids in 1987, they love those Universal monster movies. <laughs> like, I don't you think know what they, they love? Little Rascals and Universal Monsters. <laughs> it's like, no, that's what you love. Yeah. That's what you love, years ago, Decker. that's what you love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, I bet the kids are hip to it now. I'm with it. I'm, I'm with groovy. It. I'm groovy. <laughs> Whatever he fucking says. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I... It, it doesn't make sense. Maybe The Gate or, or some Dude, other... The Gate the, is... 80s I feel like fuck. the gate was 88 though. I feel like the gate came out after that. I feel like this kind of established a real and true sort of uh, genre of kids yeah. horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in that sense, it's a classic. Uh-huh. Um, in the sense of comparing it to other horror movies, it's not great. Well, of course. It's but not it's like fun scary, to watch. Really, yeah. yeah. Um, so, for me... This movie, like, rating it and telling you whether or not to watch it are two different things. Mm-hmm. You should watch it, and I hope you enjoy it. And, you know, I, I hope you have, you have a fun time and remember being a kid back in those days or just remember being a kid. But when it comes to, you know, actual issues with the acting and the a lot of the dialogue's a little off. Sure. Um, it, it's not the best movie. But I love it. Yeah. I enjoy it so much. So for me, I'm going to go ahead and give this a seven. Seven. That's inflated for how much I love it. <laughs> I can I can completely understand that. Because to me, like this is one of those movies that is just nothing. It's nothing but a good time. Motley yeah, Crue style. Yeah. You don't need nothing but a good time. And very much like Motley Crue, it's extremely sexist. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, and problematic, kind of shallow yep. for sure. But the production is great. Uh huh. Man, I'm just on a Motley Crue roll right now. Yeah. And, and like I said, obviously very problematic stuff, especially considering that. I mean, like I said, within the first ten minutes of the movie, yeah. Basically, after the intro scene, it's like you have. I think it's about four anti-gay slurs that are thrown out yeah. in about five minutes. It's like boom, 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 boom. Like they're all right on top right of each other. Right in a row, yeah. If it bugs you, fast forward those parts. Yeah. You won't really miss much. It doesn't really, really matter, Yeah, honestly. you could easily... They could have cut that. Yeah, and if you... You wa- could do an edit of this movie yeah, without that. Yeah, and if you're watching this stuff with your kids, you know what? Look, I'm not a parent. I don't have kids. But I assume that it is a parent's responsibility to know, hey, even though words like this are are harmful and degrading and dehumanizing, yeah, it's up to me to tell my kids, hey, those this are is, harmful. This degrading. is harmful words. Yeah. Yes, exactly. They are words, but they really affect people's mm-hmm. lives, and they are degrading and dehumanizing and stuff. So maybe you maybe you just be a good parent and say, "Hey, kids, this is what idiots say." Yeah, don't Te- worry about it. Teach yeah, your don't kids say that it. The thing you're watching on television is something Isn't you right. have yeah. to emulate. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, skip it or just educate your kids that people were dumber in the yeah. '80s. Maybe maybe that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I can only speak from my own perspective. I'm sure it's probably not as easy as what I'm just describing right now. Yeah, no, it's tough to talk to For kids. Sure. I'm sure about those things. So I will I will give it some marks off for its uh, 
inconsiderate and dehumanizing grammar. Right. That is in this movie. But past that, it's just so fucking fun. All these kids are great and interact with each other extremely well. Yeah, it's funny. They're just a bunch of a bunch of dumb asshole kids. Phoebe surprisingly holds her ground really well, considering how much younger she is than than all of them. Dude, she's don't awesome. be chicken shit. <laughs> God, and she says like that's uh, prescriminatory or yeah. something like that. Like, she's awesome. She's yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. I love it, man. The monsters look great. The special effects are great. The soundtrack is great. It's short. It is. I have very, very, very little to complain about, other than, like I said, some of the dialogue and the lack of a of a really good, strong female character in the yeah. movie, other than Phoebe. Phoebe saves the fucking day. Yeah. Let's be real. She really does. You know, and she's a badass. And, like she again, keeps repeating know, German words that she doesn't understand she while Dracula's walking toward her. Yeah. yeah. Which, hey, goddamn, maybe that's the thing about this movie. These kids spent this whole movie fearing homosexuals, fearing women. Uh-huh. And who ends up fucking saving the day? A gay man and a woman. A gay man and a woman. Uh, by our theory. We, we're not sure that the Holocaust survivor is a gay man. Of course. But that's a good theory. But I like to think that that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think. I know that's the it's case. better that way. The it movie is, that is, is better actually that way. a bit better. It does make more sense. Yeah, I love it. It's an eight and a half. Whoa! It's a big movie for me. Dude. That's awesome. I'm I fucking love it, man. And you know the thing is, is I know that a lot of people, whenever they see these like kids movies for the first time as grown ups, it's yeah. like the magic is not there for them. Monster Squad, not that way, huh? No. Well, the thing is, though, for me, I think like pretty much all kids' horror movies are that way because I wasn't allowed to watch any of this shit when I was a kid. Oh, okay. So when I watched... Reliving the childhood you never had. Yeah, that is that is exactly mm-hmm. it. So whenever I watched Hocus Pocus for the first time when I was like 28 or some shit, I was like, oh my God, this is fucking great. Mm-hmm. Or Witches or whatever. Yeah. It's like all of these kids' movies I love because it makes me stoked because I was like, oh, that's, that's what I should have been watching when I was a kid. Yeah. So, I love it. Huge fan. Awesome. That's I'm great. I'm a huge fan of what we're going to be covering next week on the show for our first week Do what? of our second inaugural No Vampire, where for the entire month of November, we're going to be covering nothing but vampire flicks that you guys voted on on mm-hmm. our Facebook group. Our Facebook group is so fantastic. I love seeing your old posts. Every single day, posting about stuff that you guys have watched recently. Yeah, it's a it's a blast, honestly. It's a ton of fun. So thank you guys so much for posting and voting. What is the first movie we're going to be covering for No Vampire 2018? It's the first movie we ever covered. The Lost Legendary episode. Yeah, we got to get back to Near Dark. Fuck yes. Let people know that this movie's awesome. So, so if you haven't seen Near Dark... Be sure to try to watch it oh, before man. the episode. It is an awesome, very cool, very underrated vampire mm-hmm. flick. And like Steve was saying, this is our legendary Lost pilot episode. The first time that we decided to do a podcast, and we were doing this over Skype because 
Steve was living yeah. in Hollywood. Yeah, and I didn't have. Well, I was living in Koreatown. Just go with it. Just go with it. Okay, I was, I was living in Hollywood. Exactly under the big H. We didn't have a good setup going on. We didn't. We we recorded just the Skype call. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't turn out great. Uh, and I didn't know what I was doing with the files and stuff, so I ended up corrupting the files, and <laughs> that episode was lost. But That's probably for the better. You know, in my memory, it was like really, really funny and really good. Well, it's just because we're funny and good. Oh, that's what it yeah. is. Got it. So it was normal. Right. It's a normal episode. So we'll finally be covering that in full on the show here, our legendary lost near dark episode. So be sure to tune in for that next week. In the meantime, you guys be sure to go and subscribe to our show, rate and review on iTunes. Seriously. Seriously, you guys, it helps us out more than you know. So much. It just takes a second for you to do. Just go and sign on to iTunes or your favorite podcast app of choice. Yeah. Drop us a review with a couple of kind words, even if it's just like, good show, five stars. It really helps us out a fucking ton. If you want to help support podcasts that you like, go give them a review on yeah. iTunes. Also, be sure to go and subscribe to our YouTube page. We don't have that custom URL yet. I can't just tell you YouTube.com backslash Dead and Lovely. But if you look for Dead and Lovely podcast, we are the first thing that pops up. Okay. Well, yeah. that that's good. And you guys can subscribe to us there, which helps us out a ton. Stay tuned for many episodes on the new Suspiria, as well as Hill House, Haunt House Hill, Haunting House Hill. The Haunting of House Hill. Yeah, coming up really soon. Steve, where can they follow us on social media at platforms? Dead Lovely Pod on Instagram oh, and Twitter. Us. You can also uh, check out our Facebook group, Dead and Lovely Horror Movie Podcast group. And you can email us at deadandlovelypod at gmail.com. Yes, indeed. You guys be sure to do all of that stuff. You guys are the best. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode of Dead and Lovely you guys have been fantastic, and we have been rocking till we drop. Smell you later, Band-Aid breath. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> rocking till you drop.